Check out Blue Collar BS on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Locals, and BitChute, and also on Facebook. Now, on with the show. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Fucking thing. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. That was many years it's ago. It's a joke. <laughs> okay, but I did have to sign something when I left. Okay. Don't don't bash <laughs> us in a little in like on, on a talk show. Free to everybody. How is it free? What? They're saying that they want to make the vaccine free for everybody. How is that free? Oh, it's easy. We'll we'll take money or overtax my mom, and then we can help pay for it. I think that's more of a woman's face. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. That face don't look very appealing. <laughs> But that's California creating that problem. You have a bunch of people that are going to the hospital that don't have insurance, nor have paid in the system, nor are productive people in society leeching off the average person working. They need to offset that cost because they're forced to provide treatment. To be honest, people that do humanities work are very, very small groups that make up any type of business because they're not really productive parts of the business. I'm being honest. I'm oh, sorry. I totally disagree with you. That's fine. <laughs> what, so what are you going to say? I was a great communicator? Is that, is that what you're standing behind? <laughs> I think, let's, so what do you think is more dependable at putting out a product into the market? The government or the market? What product does the government put out? Oh, I've never heard about it. They take your dollars and they make them into a pair of airplanes and they fly them back into service. <laughs> These things that the market does, which is naturally drive down the cost of things. So you need to make alternatives to make people think that they're actually getting the benefit. But the, the root problem to the equation is the government destroying what the market does and and, and not that inflating your money supply and devaluing what your dollar does in the marketplace. Another guys that people don't understand what that means, so it's really easy to keep doing it. And we're live. Coming from the back cave. Hey! Oh, fucking up already. Oh, here we go. Stupid and fucking behold. Thing. God damn it. <laughs> fucking shit. Audio only. Oh, yeah. Wait. Wrong one. Fuck. It's all right. Oh, dude. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we are human and we're not trying to pretend to be so more than that. Step up and fucking start smashing this board and slam the fucking mics on the ground. <laughs> that would be a show. And that's a show, sir. See you later. <laughs> good night, everybody. Tip your waitress. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking goodbye. It's like that every time. Like, oh, fuck. Remember all the shit we were doing a couple minutes before? Okay. It's like I was talking about a rocket going off. And like, okay. Yeah, did I tighten the gas cap? Yeah. And it's just, then all of a sudden we go and it's just, I click the wrong button on the switchboard. Dude, I'm telling you, you need a goddamn kneeboard, like a pre flight checklist. I can't do that though because I can't run that thing like that. I need a. You can't one, two, three, turn this on. Turn I can, this on, but I did all that and then still. It's <laughs> still. There's got to be a systems check. Not to mention, uh, for those of you that saw the pre show, <laughs> go back to the beginning and say, oh, the cameras were already on. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I had the wrong image up. This is uh, it's a lot. Like you get to see it firsthand now behind the closed doors. You understand like what goes on with it. Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff that like like you see all this stuff back here, and it's pretty cool. You can see us, but you can't see like what we see over here. And there's so rat's nest. All, all you guys at home, shit. there's a lot of stuff going on over here because <laughs> this this is, it's pretty cool. It's better than the OG days where. 
I would encourage a lot of people, if you want to know where the fuck we're coming from, go back and listen to all yeah. those, the first eight train wrecks in history. And those fucking, were simpler times. They were, dude. All you had to do was audio. You didn't have to fucking worry about it. I mean, Nothing. No mixing. The, the Rendering videos was easy. Was or originally, we weren't live either. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. You could just make it. And be like, yeah, oh, the fuck. live thing, that was, I, I, I like the idea. It's just. <laughs> That's where I'm like, it's kind of soon. Yeah, we're still working on just getting people to call the fuck in, so. Oh, uh, yeah, and I hope, I really hope against hope, wish against wish, that I, I found two awesome threads on Twitter and dropped the number on there, and then I also dropped it on my main tweet. You, do, you dropped it on the similar, uh, Socialist Democrats page? Uh, one was, well, I saw the <laughs> argument going on, and I realized there was a hefty amount of um, representation on both sides. And I'm oh, like, I like that. Fucking call in, dude. I like that. Yeah, let's call. Why don't you guys argue on the fucking show? Yeah, I great. hate when it's one-sided. I like when you have. No, when uh, you get, like, the circle jerk, like, that's. I don't want to say that I, I missed the Trumpian days, but Twitter was really one-sided back then. You either had the pro-Trump or the anti-Trump, and now you get all this fucking wishy-washy mess of blended shit. That's it's awesome. Fucking, That's what cool. you want. That's no, it's much better. It's, it's There were fertile grounds to change minds and opinions. Well, that's exactly what the establishment doesn't want, is for the polarization to disappear. Yeah, because if we easy. can all meet in the middle and go, okay, I don't agree with that, but here's my opinion, and we can yeah. maybe what, take what, the best. Let's have some core tenets. War's bad. Duh, the no federal shit. printing money is bad. Yep. If we can use those as starting points, then anything outside of that, I'm willing to concede ground or, or, or you know, figure stuff out. Yeah, war is bad. No shit. We got some shit in the Middle East going on. We'll get into that yeah. later, though. I'd rather talk about our shit for the week. I'd rather talk about the old lady show, like the 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 feedback from the one they just did. And when was it on Wednesday? It was Tuesday night. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday night? I, yeah, yeah. I was kind of telling you about. I picked up that girl. It was uh. So I I helped produce the show. Afterwards, I was out driving Uber that night and around 11, you know, I tried to listen to it in between trips. And then uh, I happened to pick up this girl right in front of Laughs Unlimited. And I was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll turn it off. She's like, no, we can listen to it. I listen to kind of listen to podcasts and start doing it. So we're, we're driving and I'm driving. She's in the back seat, fucking dying. She's fully in. She's like, this show's fucking good. I was like, yeah, that's that's they're going in the right direction, you know, for sure. That's 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 really cool because even I caught the beginning of that show and I'm like, all right, this, yeah, this, I, this, I was, some funny shit going yeah, on Yeah, because me and the girl had like a 20-minute drive, <clears> and she was in the back seat just fucking dying. Like, I didn't know how she was going to take it. Could she see the video, too, or she just listened to the audio? Vaguely. Like, she she was in the back seat, and while she was listening, she pulled up her channel. Oh, okay. And then, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and then when she was stepping out of the car, she picked up right where we were at. Oh, subscribe. Poof. Yeah, so she was. So when she left the car, she was listening to where, we, where, where she left off in the car with me. That's really what we could use, though, is a lot more word of mouth, a lot more subscribers. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd like to see all of it like, Uber is to a, have its niche. Uber is a good networking platform. Oh, for sure. To push this shit out. I didn't realize how effective <laughs> yeah. it was going to be until I started driving Uber and talking to people and getting them to slowly... Hey, just listen to a little bit. If it's stupid, tell us we're stupid. Say you guys are fucking retarded. I don't give a shit. I would appreciate that feedback and be like, all right, right now I know which buttons to push. Yeah, exactly. You're, if you're, I, did I offend you? You're giving me some market <laughs> signals to really push into the spots you don't like. Isn't that what been like the core tenets of a lot of the episodes we've had, though? Is the market determines? Yeah, I'm a, a lot. free market like the capitalist. Quality, the I'm a, which, yeah. which direction you want to go? I'm a free market capitalist, and it's all predicated on signals. And a signal is you telling me you don't like something, and and then I'll judge if I think that's something I need to address or something I need to fucking really stab the knife in and twist it. Absolutely, <laughs> no shit, huh? <laughs> Isn't that that's like the punk ass where I've been trying to go? 
Um, thanks to all the people at Dealership Technicians Group and the uh, But It Helps Group that I, I bombed last <laughs> week that actually picked up some of our shows. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Oh, no doubt. I would love to see some feedback on, are we? haven't you all worked with a nut like us in the shop that you go, man, that guy's fucking nuts, but he's right. Or how about <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah, I agree with every, everything these guys are saying. Then, then you're the fucking psychopath in the equation. You don't even realize Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, no, I've never worked with anybody like that. Well, look in the mirror <laughs> because you're the guy. Or like, yeah, they're making a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, no and shit. You're that guy. You don't realize that. Well, that's the whole thing is everybody's been so fucking polarized that they think there's only one right way. It's all Bullshit. Nah, dude, there's a whole. You want to talk about what's a spectrum? It's the people's thoughts, ideas, influences on life. Everybody yeah. has a different fucking path and, and story. And, and yeah, and none of that, but everyone, those ideas, are they apply differently to every individual. Absolutely. Like the things I might find critical, you might find them abhorrent or might not, might not, might not, might, might, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> you might not find them the things that apply to you, which is fine. You're they, they're, I'm not God up here talking. Or even like the humor. I'm a fucking moron that's smoking on a vape pen and drives Uber on oh, the Oh, dude, side. we were laughing about fucking turning people into napalm. <laughs> I was listening I to that one last week, dude. I was, was like, God fucking, damn, we were going a fucking tangent I on still, that one. I stand behind that statement. Oh, yeah, jump in the lake. It ain't going to help. <laughs> Let me put this plastic death bubble on. Dude, <laughs> fucking dude. And that shit's collapsing. What is it? Oh, what is it? Twice this week, the terrorists won. <laughs> Why? What happened? Well, the um, I think in Scotland they surrounded like a immigration truck or whatever, and they let two prisoners go because of it. Wow! These are all, dude. That's you can't do that. You're sending the wrong message. That's all bad, dude. Let's be honest. I mean, if you're from Ireland or Scotland, you're already kind of got the mindset of being a terrorist. Well, yeah, I mean, have you ever seen train spotting? I mean, what a shithole. <laughs> it's just, if, if you understand the nature... It's, it's beautiful if you get away from people. Well, if, if you stand the dynamic between the, the people in Britain and the people in Ireland and Scotland, you understand that they know. fucking hate the Brits. Oh, no, yeah. There's a Dude. giant... Yeah, you're talking about the Celts who were fucking considered the underclass for a long time. Dude, and they were all... Talk about, like, um... What, Can we bring slavery into it again? We'll talk about being enslaved. The Irish and the Scottish were both enslaved. Oh, yeah. English for, Indentured uh, servitude in the U.S., too. And we would bullshit them. You're going to get freedom, and then it end up being fucking yeah. bullshit workers forever. They're all, okay, you're dying, and your redhead wife is now mine. But I'm not going to tell anybody about it because she's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has no soul. Yeah. <laughs> I know that works out. I have to lock her in the pen at night so she doesn't eat my soul when I'm sleeping. <laughs> it's like cat's eye. She sucks it out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I was cool with you sucking it out the other way, but not that way. Did you? <laughs> did, hey, did you ever watch that movie Videodrome with James Wood? No, no. Oh. See, that movie is right. Fuck. Your, that, that movie is right your alley, dude. Damn it. I missed that on my to-do list. That's a fucking. Videodrome. Okay. Stellar movie. You what is, were, it, you, is it on? Is it a Prime? I don't know. I can give you the video file I have. Okay, it if it's not on Netflix, I don't. I've, I, I've stuck into my boycotting of Netflix. I don't use it at all. Uh, my kids use it, and that's about the extent. Yeah, ever since that cuties fiasco, there's no way I'm playing around with that. Well, shit. I, I don't want to down a company. I mean, that's like downing a record label for putting on a porn artist. Good point. That is okay. I mean, Marilyn Manson was a thing, and he's got some really offensive stuff. The only white guy I've ever successfully seen drop the N-bomb so many times and actually Ah. live live to tell about it. And so what's the commonality there? Heroin? I don't know. Drug use? Nobody will fuck around with it. They worship Satan. Okay, I'm out. (laughs) Fuck that. No way, dude. It just tells you how religious black people are. Well, yeah. Or like just, what is it? Superstitious is more like it. That whole, yeah, definitely superstitious as a group. 
Which is weird because if you look at like the old Bayou practices and shit, they did some really dark shit that I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be nervous but, to see. But that's a, that you can't you can't pin that on the black community because that's I mean that's like fifteen generations removed. Well, not like that, but it's a different culture. It's it's like it it you're getting immigrant ideas at that point. Yeah, that's like saying that the the Celtics their 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 religions actually transplanted white people and they don't. They're they're totally, oh like the druids and shit. Yeah, they're a totally yeah. separate entity of white people. There's like people that are. Good point. Haitian. Very, very good point. Yeah, they they have a totally different dynamic of. Wait a minute. Operate. So you mean I can't answer for the sins of my ancestors <laughs> and their paganism bullshit that they did? Some people still fucking go in. Dude, I've seen a couple people that are just hard into the paint for some of that stuff, Ugh. like like the Wicca and stuff. I'm all there's some like like anything. There's always nuggets of truth in there, but I mean, you're fast and loose with that statement. Yeah. Well, no, there's some stuff in there. I mean, the did you the, want the cord plugged into there? Oh no, no, no. It just it it auto offs after ten minutes. But okay. And I, I can't believe I haven't hit the button in ten minutes. There's a USB port you can plug in over there. No, I make sure it's charged. Uh. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. I know it's it's weird. I, it seems when the playback, you can hear the whole clip, but when we hear it in here, it cuts off the beginning of it for some reason. Oh really, man? Again, done some exploring with our previous shows. Go back and listen to them. They are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Talk hey, about no filter. Holy if you're listening to our shit, shit, man, get some of your fucking dumb buddies to listen to. Oh, Call I know. In. Call in. Fucking. Well, if, if you're lucky, you got a long commute, so. Yeah, that helps out. Uh, I would like to uh, personally waive any responsibility or liability if, in fact, you crashed your car while laughing your ass off listening to that shit. <laughs> There's no, nope. Nope. Not liable. See, I'm in a bubble now where I'm at. I'm not in a bubble. I'm in a, I'm in a vacuum is a better way to look at it. So I don't get any feedback, like, from anybody in the shop anymore or anything like that. I'm, Oh yeah, because you're working in the library. Yeah, <coughs> no, I'm that's, not, what I, that's what my you nickname know what for that place is. I, the library. I, I'm the. It's the library, and I'm the loud motherfucker in the library. Now. I know. Imagine if I took my stereo up there because my shit pumps. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't really do that because there's an office right next to me. I know. That's that's so, the problem. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why initially I took it home because I'm like, you know what? I'm good at being obnoxious, but I mean that pro level shit has no place up there. Dude. I'm doing pretty good up there, man. I'm kind of. I'm trying to rally these guys to operate not as a team, but as more because they're so isolated. Everybody is. Yeah, everybody's their own independent. And after being up there a little bit, I can see people that we work with starting to talk and kind of stuff like that. Isn't that weird? It's like it's like being the battery. Could be in a way. Yeah, it, way. It, it 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 was it's been weird working up there. I I bought them lunch today again. I bought uh, roundhouse tacos. Oh um, man, yeah. So we had it hurts so good. So we had some smoke tri tip tacos. Dude. These motherfuckers are like you're buying us lunch again. I was like, yeah, dude. I'm like I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, this ain't going to break the bank. If me taking buying you guys lunch every Friday breaks the bank, then I'm fucking up somewhere along the way. That's a good philosophy. Especially if I'm working two jobs. You got to give. Yeah, I thought about doing DoorDash just for fun. I don't want to use my nice car for Uber because the stains that they were leaving in the backseat, which some of them are questionable. <laughs> well, I, I thought about turning around and buying another Prius outright because I've been looking at them like around the $20,000 price. But I don't, oh, wow. I, I don't think I'm going to be driving Uber long enough to get maximum use out of that so i'm kind of reluctant to make the tr to pull the trigger yeah we were talking about that in the shop about picking one up that was broken because now i've done a battery in all of them and it's like they're all fairly easy and you can pick them up cheap if the they're solid takes, vehicles i fucking takes, love them oh fuck yeah dude man but and they're not that hard to work on everything's cheap maintaining them's cheap tires Absolutely. brakes so like you don't there's no tires and oil changes is your major cost major cost it may be a head gasket at 120 well, you know what I wonder if you can do like you could on some of the older straight sixes where you just retighten the head bolts and see if it stops. You could. You did that, dude. You got to like loosen them up and retighten them. Yeah, you just loosen it and retorque it. Yep. I wonder if that would work. Yep. That's a lot of going deep 
for a maybe. Yeah, I see, and I'm not. That was that was part of the discussion too. Cam's come out because I'm not as young as I used to be. It's like, what's your time worth now? Is it? I have the money, but I mean, I get like a couple hours in this thing. It didn't make a difference. It's actually worse now. So let's go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the fucking worst. Is you do that and then it fucking really pukes in all the cylinders. Oh, dude, you're like, and that's game. God damn it. Yeah, (laughs) we go to the Subaru and get some of that stop leak and add to the cooling system. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What'd you want to? What'd you want to start with? Uh, that. Oh, let's see here. Hitting the notes. So, well, that was it. We didn't really get into that. The Socratic method. Did you get anybody? But my thing is, I couldn't actually get anybody involved in the game of doing that because I guess I'm known already. <laughs> but getting somebody else to do it on themselves. <laughs> I've I had uh, about three success stories of doing that. See, I, I have a small window. I've been trying to do it when I do Uber. Uber's a small window. I've probably gotten until about nine to try to do that. And then beyond eight, that, everybody is just Yeah, they're fucking drunk and it's just like God, I don't miss that. That's the only thing I don't miss about Uber. It, drunk people are hit and miss. I know, but when you're sober, it's always like you're having fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the older I get, I like I like being involved in, in all these different experiences and people's stories. Uh, yeah, it, it gives me a way more. You ever get the people like, can I tell you a story and get a free ride? <laughs> no. no, no, there's no. So hold on, let me pull over. Fucking in the fair, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that bum right there. What that, do you mean, like, get out? Yeah. yeah, step into my office. What do you mean? Because you're fucking fired. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Them bums will listen to you all day long. I do is just pay them. I did have a weird experience with a bum though at Seven uh, Eleven. Where he was like making the smoke thing, and I'm like, "Wait, you need a cigarette, bro?" And he's like, "No, I was hoping you can get me some marijuana." I'm all, "Yeah, no, you're homeless. You should be able to have." You ended up here not by accident, so you probably know somebody that has weed, right? When I was a what, kid, did you rip them off, or they want to hook you up? Like, dude, his, a lot of follow up questions there. His story was, I used to draw a lot of pictures of like marijuana leaves and things when I was a kid. It's like, oh, so you were destined to sit here in 95 degree weather, sweating your balls off in the fucking Seven Eleven, so. Yeah, dude. Uh, ah. Your parent, your parents went the wrong way on that one. Or they went the right way. That guy probably has some life stories. Yeah, dude. There was one guy who had a guitar, and he's like, "Man, I used to play in bands and this and that." And the other thing, I was all, "He sounded like he got talent." What happened? <laughs> I was feeling like a dick. No, I think that's a that's a good question. Well, he had. You know what his question was? I like to party too much. I like the coke, and I like the like the girls, and I everybody just, does. It's all well. That's what drugs do. I mean, what is that's that? human nature. Nobody, nobody, nobody sells drugs. Drugs sell themselves. You yeah. have to fucking, you have to be bigger than the the addiction, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I don't know. If you dabble, it's one thing. But at some point, you're not being honest with yourself if you find yourself really fucking deep. I did pick up this one dude. He had a he was pretty good story. The guy was like semi retired at 35, and uh, he he was uh, he was an early grower growing weed, and he had got in, oh like before it was a thing. Yes, oh, no kind shit. of he was about he was about uh, three years early to the whole thing. And what he did, he ended up there's okay. there's okay. this Arab entrepreneur lady in the area that had a bunch of local land that wasn't really being utilized. So what he did, he convinced her, like, hey, let me grow on your property. Kind of don't say anything, and uh. I'll give you the profits. And it was kind of fast and loose back when they were doing it. So he ended up doing it. The, the lady was heavily religious, I guess, apparently. Well, it's perfect. But it's the God's it's God's plan. What happened was. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he, he ended up uh, started hooking up with the daughter. 
I, I was, oh, it's a farmer's daughter story. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the the lady was single. She had a daughter. Her her she never he never really hooked up the daughter until the daughter started turning around eighteen, and then it got weird one night. Like she was kind of going for him and hormones. What's so he, he do? he's like fuck it. He, he I think he was I think he's about ten years older than she is. Acceptable. I'm not gonna judge him. Like whatever. She's fucking yeah. almost eighteen. You can make a lot of when the juices flow. Age kind of goes out the window. Yeah, but so when when that happened, the whole <laughs> business dynamic changed between the two. So was and it like was, scrutinizing everything? Like she was getting shitty with them and calling him yeah. a loser and all this stuff. Well, the no. fu- well the funny thing about it is that what she used to do is fuck all his buddies that were in the selling too and growing on her property. So this Arab lady being all religious shit. Was taking turns hooking up with all the different dudes that wow. were part of this grow facility, this grow ring they used to do. Yeah, another successful American story. Yeah, he, <laughs> and, like, but he's like semi-retired now. He's like, I'm, I'm kind of retired. I'm, I, I, I'm with this girl. Um, she's going to Berkeley to study chemistry. Oh no shit. Yeah. Not oh, cool. And I said, what you can do with the chemistry? He's like, a lot of things. Yep, there you go. Yeah, so he already has yeah. ulterior motives for you that. You notice too. that people that are in the life tend to always have an avenue in the life. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can't get away with it. It's like, well, I used to sling the hard stuff. Now I just I grow and sell weed. And some other things if you actually need Yeah, his his big market he was talking about when I was talking to him was uh, acid. Is this huge big market. Oh, fuck that. So, he, he, so basically she's, I don't know, though. he's paying for her to go to Berkeley, and she's perfecting how to make acid. Again. Was it, I guess it's a lost art at this it's point. It's market right? demand. The okay. market demands it. you got to fill those orders. Yeah, because a lot of people, I mean, that's, if I could give any warning on acid, it's not the escape you think it's going to be. You're going to come out the other side with some with Yeah, some shit. but he was saying that the, the demand for it's insane. That's the only reason that kind of led them to, for her to start studying chemistry to figure out how to make it at the house. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he lives. And okay. it's still a schedule one. I don't quite know because <laughs> California is getting really loose with their standards. So, but, oh, dude. So Oof. basically, this dude lives in the rich area of Fair Oaks on a nice piece of property. Okay. And they, they're slowly retrofitting their garage over into a chemistry lab. That'd be cool. Oh, it's legit. Like, I pulled up to drop him off, and he's like, yeah, check it out. I was like, holy shit. Dude, if they, like, if California ever did for shrooms like Colorado did, I would probably end up with, you know, my own brand. just Just to help people. You know, just a little bit goes a long way. Well, that's the thing is you have the different doses. You want micro doses, medium doses. You want to go fucking go chasing shit through the woods. You yeah, know? It, it's always weird when you drive Uber, the people you run across that you never think you would. It's it, I it, and never it's. Yeah, it, it's always something like you don't this, realize how many different types of people there are. Yeah. What people are Ubering. Yeah. And, and it's just when you yeah. start talking, all of a sudden it's like like at first I thought like, this guy's full of shit and like. The more he talked and the more he was explaining the business, I was like, fuck, you know, where are we going? Fucking Fair Oaks. <laughs> fuck, this is like a mansion. And then we roll up and they're like, he's like, yeah, check out the garage. We have already got all the ventilation put up. I was like, holy oh, shit. Oh, no dude. way. So he actually- Oh, it's legit. He, wow. he had like a legit setup. They're in the early stages of building the facility, basically. I was like, holy shit. All right. So I had to put this up here so I have the chat enabled. I hope we have audio going. I think we do. Yeah, like no, cool. I heard it when I okay. had my audio too loud there for a second. Yeah, it, it's always interesting when you when you when you run across small niches like that of people. Well, like, that's where the kind of the libertarian mindset of people should be allowed to do that. I don't see anything. Oh, but we're not going to make the money. Fuck you! You can't tax. I don't care. That's my problem. Dude. You can go to the store yeah. and buy a, a fucking handle of alcohol and aspirin and kill yourself, if you so choose, or fuck yourself up mentally. Yeah. Why is acid outside the realm of things you should be allowed to do? <laughs> No good answer. 
I, There's I, no good answer there. No one's made a plausible course or case for that yet for me. Nope. Not yet, Terry. Let's check some things here. All right. All right. So the other one was, I guess being true to yourself wasn't that big of a thing for me. Where I was, I was making the joke of, well, that's going to freak some people out. But it's weird that when you're actually mentally committed, essentially being honest, like the, the conversation about the, the liar, where the guy was the fucking cartel boss that was talking about, oh, I've yeah. done horrible things. I've killed a lot of people. I've burned families alive in their <laughs> homes. But one thing I've never done is lie. Because lying is a sin to yourself. Oh, like, yeah. How fucking profound is that? Holy shit. I know. I remember you telling me that. I was <laughs> that like, was, that it, makes a lot of it fucking actually sense. actually nailed it. I mean, the yeah. tattoos and stuff are kind of off-putting, but man, that's, that's, that's pretty good, dude. You're bullshitting yourself. You are. To lie, to tell a lie is to bullshit yourself. Yeah. Because you're trying to manipulate something that's unmanipulable. And I guess just being true to yourself is also a lot of self-control. If you actually see yourself behaving in a way, you're kind of like, okay, let me take a step back. And then you kind of go with the Socratic method of why am I behaving like this? Why do I want to do that? That's not even something I want to send out to the world. Not in a lying kind of way, just in a whole, that was kind of a shitty fucking, you know? Yeah. I don't want to do that. So, I mean, I don't know. It kind of worked out all right. So we need a couple more projects for this week, where I guess we'll just see if we have come up with anything on the fly. Well, this week it'll work out good. Like, now that I've kind of figured out how to work in the question of lying, like, when I, when I go out early on Saturday night tomorrow, it'll give me an opportunity to try to get some fillers out to try, try to see if I can people. It's you mean hard. catch people in lies? Not, not lies, oh, okay. the, the whole why. Like the, the, oh, okay. I got you. It's really hard because it, it becomes an offensive attack on somebody to a degree. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's you can't just shove it down someone's throat. You gotta you gotta gaslight them, making think you gotta make it think that that they're the ones coming up with the idea of questioning the whole. It's it's a really hard dynamic to lay out to have somebody yeah. take it on themselves. Well, I did have a good conversation with the old lady about kind of the end result of that, where no matter what, it always comes back around to you, to where you'd realize that, and that's the the personal ownership. It always is you. Everything, every problem, every anxiety, all the shit that you've ever happened, you really can't blame anybody else. If you're an adult, you know what I mean? Kids, maybe. Kids are, you're fucked. But you're, that's, that's you're, a special circumstance. Yeah, you're, you're, you're at the dismay of the environment. Right, but as far as yourself, really, and I hate the word blame. I've always loved, I've used it as a joke many times in like the ancient Egyptian culture where a lot of their religious beliefs were like everything was already set in motion when the universe popped so there's no such thing as blame. You have to roll with the punches. So but basically, it's, a, it's just a train moving down the tracks. Right. But it's it's also of if you're just an observer and you're kind of um, you're the product of your environment sort of thing, then you can really only control how you feel about a situation. And that's the only way to actually go about the situation correctly. When somebody does something shitty and I'm like when um, we were in the hospital after the baby. Right. And I was tired. And I had like six hours of sleep in three fucking days. You know, and I went to go get my breakfast and this dude was being shitty to me. And I was like, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, he's Asian. He's probably racist anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) and fucking he was just kind of being like a dick. And I'm like so tired. I'm like, whatever, just give me my shit, man. You know, and later on, I was like, dude, that guy was a dick. It's like, well, you should have said something. I was like, I'm so fucking tired. I'm not even like words coming out. I could barely utter bacon, please. You know what I mean? Well, like that. Okay, so you get in you get in this verbal spot with this dude that does what? Yeah, but why do you want to get in? What's it going to accomplish? What's going to happen? Is if dude dude was older than me, so obviously he ain't going to fucking learn nothing. How good was his English? You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying if his English is, is is still pretty shitty, what conversation are you going to have that's really going to profoundly change his thought? 
Yeah, true. You, you there's have a, not. There's you not have a, a linguistic you. barrier that you're not going to have that breakthrough moment. No, you know? it's like <laughs> you're not going to say something profound to someone that has a twenty percent English literacy rate. I will say that though, anybody who's like, when they go from textbook into America, it only takes them a day or two to really know. Like what "fuck you" means, because well, that's a go-to move. <laughs> Every import hears that at some yeah. point. I mean, it's like fucking you, poor bastards. Oh fuck! They just say, "Oh, that's a good word, I like that." Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking. It comes off naturally. There's no effort. Like homeboy at the gas station. You fucking whore! <laughs> See, now I would have had more respect for you if you would have used something other than whore, because here that's not a bad thing per se. You gotta, you gotta go with cunt. Cunt's a go. See, now that's yeah. This in Europe, I mean, cunt. Everything's a cunt. You fucking cunt. You fucking cunty. Whatever. That's 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 a favorite move of mine. Is the word cunt. Because it automatically triggers a response from, from a normie. Sure does. Yeah, it does. Like, they don't know how to respond to the word Oh, cunt. my God, dude. What it's is not it fucking... something that gets used in the vernacular a whole lot. I've only seen that, like, used once in, like, the workplace. And that was all about, like, trying not to laugh because, you know, she was being a cunt. So, I mean, <laughs> it was, sign, what are you going to do? Sign here, cunt. What? Oh, man. <laughs> he called me a cunt. Were you being a cunt? Can you prove you weren't being a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I would have called you a bitch, but I mean, that's that's the easy move. We're gonna. I'm not using nickel and dimes here. We're gonna go ahead and drop a C note on yeah. there and call you a cunt. <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> it's just, dude, who fucking cares? I still like the go-to move that fucking Wyndham did with that lady from New York. They called her the bitch from New York when she was on hold on speaker. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, no did one, she hear him? Yeah, or? nobody actually pushed the whole button. They just had her on speaker. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, so-and-so is calling from you. It's probably that bitch from New York. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I've had many phone mishaps in that before, especially when you're bad-mouthing somebody like a fucking idiot over here thinks he's fucking... I heard you. Whoops. <laughs> or what was our other one that this guy showed me how to do at the last place I worked, where when somebody's going on a rant, like in real time, you can just... And they can hear the keys go... <laughs> You punch in the keys and hit go, and it'll put them over the loudspeaker. Oh, And I almost got shit. in a fuck ton of trouble because oh. dude was on a fucking tirade in a mall. I wonder if that works. I'm like, you know, because, you know, when you're half checked out, you're all fucking caution to the wind. Yeah. Fly, fuck my beauty, fly. <laughs> and I didn't. There's like two kinds of pages. You can do a drive page or a facility page. And I decided to go with the facility page. <laughs> So everybody heard this guy going off, and all you have to do is, I think, you know, you hang up, pick it up again, and he's back on your line. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> do you get me? Oh, I get you. I think we all here understand exactly how you feel. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> and that was the one you're looking, you're like, is the GM here today? No. Oh, the fucking fuck? everybody from sales is looking back down the service. Like, well, yeah, what and of course, I, I have a reputation, so I, everybody assumed it was me that did it. It's like, how dare you? I mean, it was me, but how dare you assume that, you fucker? <laughs> you know? I hate that. I hate that. I get blamed oh, for shenanigans. Man. Sometimes when you get blamed for something and you're like, damn, that was a good fucking idea. I wish I would have thought of that shit, dude. I, I almost feel like the shop environment doesn't have the nearly the amount of pranks they seem like they seem like we used to have. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. 100%. Yeah, I, and I don't know if that's an HR thing or, or we're just afraid to, to prank each other and fuck around like we used to. Well, have you, I've seen several pranks go totally wrong where dude blows up so much you can't even go, ha ha, gotcha, because you don't want him to know that you did it. So when oh, he, I, oh, shit. When he brings in the shotgun the I wanted, I'll tell you one off the I can't tell you one on the on the air because it's not for me. It's somebody else that did it. And I, and I heard about it when I went up to the main shop. It's a fucking epic prank. Oh, like okay. fucking epic proportions. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to go on that one. Oh, you're okay, gonna, you're gonna fucking laugh. Uh, yeah, probably. It. I love shop talk though. This is probably one of my favorite places to talk about the stupid shit that happens in a shop. 
like I've learned in the last, I've been implementing it over the last month. And I hope none of you listen to the show. But if you do, you're going to actually hate <laughs> me right now. Because it used to happen to me all the time when I was a young mechanic. And then now what you do is you're looking at somebody in the rack next to you or across the shop. And you're watching them struggle and you're watching them struggle and you're watching them struggle. And you're like, okay, they did it. So you find an excuse, go get some water or <coughs> walk up or just flat out walk up to them and go, you know, there's a faster way to do that, right? And you've been watching them do this shit for half an hour fighting it. Or come over and just give them a cut. Like, that's an interesting way of doing that. <laughs> yeah, that one too. I had one, the dude next to me was doing an AC compressor. I'm watching him struggle and I'm watching him struggle and I'm watching him struggle. And he's like, what else can I do? Well, try this. That didn't work. Well, try this. Well, that didn't work. And I'm okay. Before you try anything else, did you undo that shit you did before? No. Okay, so you know, I just walked up and I literally, like, in typical fashion, you can kind of see the pattern when you've been doing it a while. He's all, how do you think this comes out? Lift up, flip over, turn over, comes right out of him. There you go. Fucking touch it. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, would that have come out like that the whole time? Who knows for sure. I mean, And here we are. Maybe that quarter inch that you got from pulling that subframe down actually did the job. You tell know? yourself that. It makes yourself feel Yeah, better. dude. And uh, don't forget to tighten all that shit up or this guy's going to go on a wild ride. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine that like when fucking, oh, God, it's only happened like once in the last 10 years, I think, where a tire comes off. Like the oh, wheel, the wheel the leaves, and that's always fucking bad. Ron White's story about his fucking tire coming off from the yeah. Sears. Every time I hear <laughs> yeah. that, I automatically think, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, well, I mean, did you have fun on the ride though? I mean, come on, you did. did you, when you woke up this morning, did you think this is how this was gonna go? <laughs> you know, yeah, no shit. But it's always, it's always one of those sad things. Like that should be on everybody's list of shit they don't want to happen, because woo. Can you, yeah. Yeah, I get a little worried to shop them up right now. The air pressure is only 90. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yes. Was it always like that? I swear. No, we one of our compressors down. Oh, the, yeah, half that. And our manager that's aware of it for almost two weeks now has yet to do shit about it. Is it the one toward the wall or the one inwards? Yeah. Because the one toward the wall has always been a problem. Yeah, the one toward the wall. Yeah, last time the guy's like, I fixed it. And it's like, it's not on. Oh, well, it only cycles on when the air pressure comes up. Oh, okay. Everybody stop using it. Time it. Time it, time it. Still didn't come on. Oh, that's weird. Oh, you're a fucking idiot. They're both supposed to come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's sequential. No, dude, no. Look at the way the relay looks. Why am I showing you the wiring on your fucking yeah, job, You're bro? the guy out here fixing it. Yeah, and I'm, tell, I'm telling you how to do this shit. Ah! Yeah, so, so like everything I do now, I have to follow it up with the torque wrench on the wheels and shit like that. Yeah, but, I mean, that's always comforting, though, when you can visualize the memory of doing it. Yeah. You know, I remember doing it. What's up with sex is when you're an autopilot. Do you, oh. do you remember working on this car? No, I don't, dude. And it's just because I was in the zone. When you're in the flow, nothing's going yeah, on record. You don't, you don't pay attention. Right, right. All right, let's get into some shit. All right, so this segment, uh, you want to Jew the fat a little bit? <laughs> say that again? You want to Jew the fat? Jew the fat. <laughs> dude, Jews are in the news in a big way today. Well, all week long. And we have poked a little fun out of them, you know, here and there and everything. But I thought what really made me go down this road was... In New York City, Antifa attacked a Jewish man. And that's how they said it. Oh, Antifa attacked a Jewish man. It's like, so it's white on white? Or, I mean, why are you guys reporting on this? That's not typical of the news. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Are you singling out the Jews? I mean, what's going on here? Now, when you see the guy, he was a very um, 
what do you call it? Western Jew, the self-loathing Family Guy type, you know? or, or what, Orthodox, or no, not Orthodox, just your Western culture. Okay, okay. You know, that, that's why I call American them American Jew. American Jew, yeah. Okay. I call them the self-loathers. They just okay, you know, yeah, the Jewish princess and you know master quarters or whatever. And they did beat this dude's ass. He actually ran into a store in the glass door. You've watched the video, the glass door. You could see his fucking head bleeding and shit. Oh shit! And I'm like, wait, 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 wait! You guys went around last fucking summer calling everybody Nazis. And now you guys just literally, in living color, did the same exact thing that happened in fucking World War II. Like the brown shirts beating up the Jews. Oh, same exact. You guys dude. literally have the same flag the brown shirts did. If you look up the Antifa flag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, wait, dude, you guys, I thought you guys were. Dude, what the fuck is next? BLM's going to go start beating up inner, inner city urban youth? See, how, how I mean, did. What how, the fuck? Oh, how, did, how did the media report on it? I'm always interested in how they did that. That there was, it was, it was really soft pitch. Fast and it was, loose. It was only like three paragraphs long, which is why yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll read it. We're get through this. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you know, somebody was attacking this and that. And it was, the headline wasn't even a Jewish man, I don't think. It was, in the article, you actually get that it was a Jewish guy that was attacked. It was probably, it probably wasn't even Antifa originally <laughs> until they were forced to fucking say it. Until they were was. forced to admit it. And yeah. it's like, dude, these kids, I guess, and we, we harped on them a lot last summer, these kids, it's like, dude, you guys realize you can't do that. I mean, out of everybody you can attack, you probably shouldn't go after that group. I you mean, shouldn't go after anybody, dude. No, I, but, I, I mean, it's like, I mean, it, all of us are kind of okay. Like, if you read a lot of the operators and shit on social media and Twitter, Twitter and shit, they're, oh, I would have done this, I would have done that. It's like, yeah, sure, you would have, hero. With 20 people around you, really? You well, did that. you see the dude in the truck that, um, I think again in Portland, which is the... Um, Epicenter of Satan's arrival, I believe. <laughs> that's where the devil's going to come through. It's devil's butthole. Yeah, that's going to be where, like, like in Doom, the portal where all the demons come out. That's where it's going to be. And there was a bunch of, I don't, I don't know if it was BLM or Antifans, but they had, you know, your your tactical gear on, which was all out of code. It wasn't even strapped on, right? But that's not my point. Not, I didn't actually see that. You actually see a lot of people harping on them going, dude, that shit ain't going to stop a bullet when you wear it like that because if it's loose and loose oh, yeah. fit and it has to be on a certain way. They all had fucking AR-15s-ish style. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not the media, but I'm telling you, these fuckers had your ARs. Now, it could have been a twenty two. That's the thing with the, the AR platform. Yeah, you don't, be, know, you don't know what the upper is. It, the right. Upper is it could be big. a fucking twenty two all the way to a three oh eight. Three oh eight. I would love to build an AR of three oh eight. It'd be like Fallout. Well, you, you have to go with an AR-10 platform. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, the, 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 the the, yeah, well, the only thing you can get in the AR-15 style that's close to a 308 is a, a 65 um, 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 Grendel is what it is. It's the closest caliber <laughs> velocity and mass that you can get for AR-15. Really? Yeah, it's right in the cusp of, of being a 308. But isn't it AR-10 is actually it's a semi-automatic a rifle platform? It's a longer rifle. Right? It's it, think of an AR-15 <clears throat> AR, AR with a bigger receiver assembly. Oh, okay, yeah, designed to be... house a, a bigger upper and the whole in the whole everything it has a bigger magazine holder. It that it, they it, it, it increases the platform for a bigger for a bigger bullet basically. Right. Well, the people who don't know what we're talking about are like what? <laughs> well, you 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 can get a Barrett uh, a Barrett four sixteen upper. Single shot bolt action for your AR-15. Wow! Yeah, it's it's single shot only, Ooh. and it's bolt action. So you're filling the whole because when you shoot an AR, it's all buffer tube. It's absorbing the the right. The, but but when, if it's too if it's too heavy, it'll destroy itself, right? Yeah. So, but when you can buy the upper that turns into a single bolt action that doesn't have a buffer tube anymore. But no. the, but the it's the closest thing you can get to a 50 BMG. That's, that's Cal legal. 
that thing will punch through a couple engine blocks. Well, that's the whole thing is when they you get one shot. Hope you make when it they're front. when they're hiding up the street behind two cars in a fridge. Oh, it'll punch right <laughs> hole right through that like this. You have a fucking hole that size of this microphone. Oh yeah, I can only just imagine. fucking in and out. Boom. That kinetic energy just gone. So yeah. that got me thinking where we were going to talk about the um, the different types of Jews that we got going on. Let's go. Let's let's focus a little bit on them. Like I said, Jew the fat. We got we call them the Khazars, which is like your big money, the L.A. types, the ones that own the media and shit like that. Is that yeah. what they call them a Khazar? That's that's. Loose labeling that's out there. I found I found that term. So hey, it's it's it's, it's the czars. It's true. I saw it online. It I saw it good. online, but I I think it's a good label. The czarist Jews. Okay, it's the one with a lot. Oh, of you know what? This is how we do that. Supported sources say that this. What is doing yeah. the media does? I've got, yeah. Sources say I have sources that have in print <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. yeah. What is doing exactly what the media does? Sources say. But those are like um, the best example I had for that was like Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 gonna be your Kazar style, um, the Rosenstein, freaking, you know, was it anything kind of something like that? Yeah, what was the? Uh, I don't think Ben Bernanke was Jewish, was he? Lipman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very. I think a lot of them prefer to be called Hebrew, but anyway. So then you have your Israeli Jewish, or as I like to call them, faith warriors. That's my word, not anybody else's. Those are the the motherland in Israel. Those are the ones I have the most admiration for, I guess, as a group, because that is some hardcore shit. You're sitting in the land. Any day could be 9-11 for you. You know, there's yeah, always... no idea what's coming. There's always trouble going on there. Well, that's the whole reason that you get that you get drafted in the military at 18 in Israel. I oh, mean, dude, the well, home I, of Krav Maga, too. I, I think the only way to get out of it, if you're a Hasidic Jew, then you're... then you. Oh, no you, shit. You can use your religion as a way not to join the military. Forced, uh, oh, because yeah, you gotta, uh, as per your faith, you gotta be peaceful. Yeah, you're, you're on Brooke. He's a, he's a, not a libertarian, but he's a Rand guy. And he talks about it and stuff like that. That when, at 18, hmm. he got drafted into conscription and uh, you serve a couple of years. Yeah, don't they make most most people, men and women, both? They yeah, everybody, both. unless you're a citizen, <clears throat> then you, I think you get out on it. Yeah, because you're in a small country that, again, surrounded by trouble. Yeah, it's, you have enemies on every border. Yeah, and that's, that's a scary thing. And we'll get into that later. <laughs> so then you also have, okay, you know, shout out, Faith Warriors. Orthodox. Now that's the ones with the frisbee hat and the little curly cues coming down. Yeah, that's the. It's it's. We've all seen those, and it was funny when uh, I saw Louis C.K. in Stockton of all places when they were trying to resurrect Stockton, and he was talking about his opening line is like Stockton, California. Doesn't really strike me as a Jewy town. <laughs> I was all no shit. Dude. There's a lot of truth behind that statement, dude. I've seen him twice, and he that dude's fucking hilarious. But he yeah. was talking about in New York how New York's one of the only places you can see all the different forecasts represented at the same time, and depending block to block. Well, Jews are weird too because like you get guys like Michael Malice that uh, he's a Jew from Russia, Russia. Oh, Russia. interesting. So you you but they it's weird too because a lot of them carry the same core tenet. So it doesn't matter where the Jews, like Jewish people, are from. They have a lot of the underlying girdling of the of their foundations that that's rooted within the culture. So the culture gets transplanted, but they hold on to the core tenets a lot. See, of and that just proves my theory that humans are humans are humans. It doesn't matter, you know, it's culture. But the culture is going to carry it. And the stronger the culture and the, the more the commitment everybody has to yeah, that culture, 100%. is going to really depend on how everybody behaves. And then, of course, we went already went into the Western Jews, self-loathing uh, Jewish princess. Frank Zappa's got a funny <laughs> fucking song about that. Jewish princess. Yeah, if you haven't heard Frank no. Zappa's Jewish princess, I listen to it. It's Frank Zappa 
Yeah, he got he got he got in a lot of trouble in the seventies because he actually said a lot of the stuff that everybody's refining out because of the internet now. Oh, really? About what is that one song? I'm the slime or whatever. <clears throat> and he's describing politicians and the fiat system and how it's all rigged against us. That's that's the song. I know he is, but I haven't listened to any of them. I'm kind of curious now. Yeah, well, what's fun? What I love better? What is it? Uh, the Mothers of Creation, which he was in, and look at the album cover. Uh, Weasels rip my flesh. Riz. Dude's like shaving with a weasel. <laughs> it's going what on. Oh, dude, fuck? I remember that record album as a kid. Mom, if you're listening, I love that record album. Dude, the, the cover art was awesome because it's that, that, that comic book art where you can see the dots and oh, the yeah. color and stuff. <laughs> and the dude's like. If you could tell it's hand drawn. Yeah, and the dude's got the suit and the tie on while this weasel's ripped my flesh. Riz. There was a joke about that in Mystery Science Theater 2000. Oh, shit. That's why I'll always remember that album oh. cover. I'm like, wait a minute, I know that. Such I, a good show. I know that fucking reference. And again, all of this, where this week, hell broke out in fucking Gaza and Israel. See, Did you see any of that? Yeah, vaguely. I watched, I watched it's been pretty nasty. But I, it's hard to tell who the real culprit is. I, I know people, like especially the lefties, like, I'll jump in cars or whatever, and there's NPR on. No shit. And if you listen to NPR, Jew, Jews are basically the devil by their standard. Which is weird, because years ago it wasn't like that. But now it is. Well, it depends on who you talk and it's, to. And yeah. it's weird. They're, 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 they might as well just put pom-poms on and cheerleading outfits and scream for the Palestinians. Well, the, the, so it, And it's hard, too, because you know it, it's not one side's right. So to find out It's been going on too long for anybody to be right, yes. in my opinion. And the... The weirdest thing that I saw was a picture on Twitter, and it was a bunch of, well, females. I don't want to necessarily call them women. Rainbow tatted up, you know, the Ugh. shaved head, piercings everywhere. And so it was, hot right now. It was um, gays for Palestine. And I'm like, uh, they would throw you off <laughs> the was fucking my, rooftops. That was the words I yelled at my at my tablet. I'm like, dude, they'd, why, dude, they would fucking kill you. They would execute you. Yeah. And it depends on how riled up they are. And if how many you think of them the are. Jew, the Jewish culture is rooted in the religion, you ain't seen Dude, shit. You ain't see. You want to see some faith? Oh, watch the Muslims go crazy in their own fucking. When they got home turf, you're fucked if you're not in there. Yeah. Side. And again, with they, and that's what that's what gets me a lot is They'll throw you off the fucking rooftops. Well, man. Who, who told you? Who told you to think that? Where you guys get? Where's your uh, sources? NPR. I, I guess so. Well, we have to support Palestine. And then there was another picture that I saw where a guy actually said um, something about if it was, it was about uh, uh, Israel counterattacking or whatever. And it said coming on coming down on Palestine for attacking Israel is like coming down on a woman for punching her rapist in the face. No, it's not. And that's one of those. Uh, <laughs> why? I, I, I will side on the on, on Israel for the fact that they have. Enemies on all borders. Well, again, like we said last week, close your eyes, plug your ears, look at everything in a vacuum. Humans are humans. They're just trying to have families and shit. Yeah. Now, if you actually look at the brief history, some of the, there was a woman that was on Joe well, Rogan. Well, how, about how about that. this? How about we view it this, this angle? So in Israel, you have people that are Arabic that are allowed to live in Israel. Okay. How many Jews... Do you think live in Palestine or the neighboring Damn countries? it, that was going to be my point. They made nice structures. Originally, it was shanties and lean-tos and stuff, and we're going to move you all over to this corridor. I forgot what it was called. There's something corridor over there. We're going to move you over here. And then eventually, they actually did have a housing project. They built the houses out of concrete. They let it do this and that and the other thing. And that's where they were like, wait a minute. <laughs> 
It was really nice. It was really nice. They carted them all in on trains. So they. <laughs> so where'd you guys learn that? So no, but it, they they let them have their own community and stuff, and that was the ones where you there was a video of that of an APC rolling through there, and somebody threw a bottle at the APC, and they straight up over the loudspeaker. Next bottle comes in here. This entire neighborhood's getting gassed. I guess they couldn't help themselves. And guess what happened? The entire neighborhood got gassed. No shit. Yeah, it happened, dude. And that's one of those ones that I think the video disappeared off of YouTube because you're like, oh, my God, because that was back when yeah. you know, they could do no wrong because we're funding them or whatever. But it was one of those, yeah, there's some bad shit. So when you look at the evictions, they said that's what led to the rocket attack this time. Oh, they, were, they went into a mosque, and I saw the pictures, and... Everybody, can we just agree a still picture is no longer worth shit? Well, no, that because you take it out of reference. But all, all we're getting as Americans, we're getting the final result of a of something that happened. We're we just some spin. I mean, if you watch what, BBC I know, I know, or Russian News we're Network, we're getting the final result. We're not getting all the microcosms that lead up to that event because you weren't there. Nor can you put yourself in that mentality. No, he's your American. You live in a fucking country. It's first world standards. A nice country. Yeah. So what happened? They showed. Some pictures of uh, the police, I guess their equivalent of like SWAT or Homeland Security or whatever, ripping a bunch of people out of a mosque. And they're like, they were doing that on a holy this and that. Okay, a lot of friends I've had, a lot of things we've seen in the last 20 years. What do they use mosques for? And don't say prayer. They use it for prayer. We know that. But prayer. They, <laughs> they use it to stage a lot of kit. A lot of their supplies, their bombs, their guns, their things like that. They storm in schools. They storm in mosques. So if anybody blows it up, they'd be like, they blew up a school. And the liberals over here go fucking nuts. They, they use it to teach people how to fly airplanes. <laughs> thank, thank you, Microsoft. <laughs> Maybe that's why Bill Gates is trying to cover up all this time. <laughs> they, use, they use my software. Cool. Release the virus. <laughs> Computer virus, not COVID. <laughs> totally different Totally different But the same thing Did you know A lot of people Don't even know that About Bill Gates What he, Like he's running around Pushing the vaccine Right now right Well at least he was Till his divorce To that chick That doesn't look Like his original wife It looks like A man dressed up As his wife Have you seen her pictures Good for him Hey you know what You you do you <laughs> That's Apparently he knows Something that we don't Because he has A fuck ton of money <laughs> They showed him With his new old lady now And she looks like I don't know. Like, if you took a book nerd and gave him meth for 10 years and then got him off meth and fed him nothing but dairy for the next 10 years, that's what she looks like. Ugh. Yeah, you hear me? And somebody actually underneath it said, do you even know how to billionaire, bro? <laughs> I was like, so true. You beat me to it. I didn't know how to put the Can words Can you at least there. take a, a, a page from Elon Musk and marry some smoking Dude. hot fucking artist? Yeah, why don't you find the fucking holy grail like a couple of the billionaires have, and you find the one that's hot and smart. Yeah, this automatically... They exist. This automatically assume you're going to lose your money, so might as well make it worth it. Exactly, exactly. And, and his first wife had a prenup. But back in, I think it was late 90s, and all of us, this is actually when I was into computers, he, act, he released a virus uh, for Windows that came out, and, and after a certain amount of time of operating, it would actually kind of do its thing. So then he actually sold everybody the antivirus for it. What the hell was it called? I can't. I don't even remember. You'd have to look it up. But it was funny that nowadays, kind of deja vu-ish. Well, let's see. You gave everybody the virus and then give them all the cure. Uh, are you? Is that? Is that? Is that legit though, or is that? No, that really did happen. He was. He was. Um, I forgot the fucking term for it. Damn it! I'm drawing a blank. We have to put notes on it. It's called uh, scamming. Well, it's the ethics committee or whatever Congress ever called him on it. 
So he actually had to do a thing. Well, I know there were. It was pa- a big deal. I know they were packaging Norton with all their shit and forcing people to get into that. I know you're like Norton. Norton would stop working, and so would your computer. Yeah, I'd just uninstall Norton. Oh, dude. Fucking get that out of the shit. Yeah, and just nowadays it's just it's bullshit. But in any case, dude, the Iron Dome. Did you see the videos of that? No, I know it's badass Ooh. though. I've, I've seen a ton of videos in operation. The first video I saw was the daytime rocket attack, and all of a sudden you see these streaks coming across the sky and just disappear. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Now, when you see the nighttime rocket attacks, you see them all coming in, and then you can see the ones coming out from the center of the city. <sighs> pop, 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 pop. Done. Took all the fucking rockets down before they had a chance to hit. No shit. Yeah, the only bad thing is is you have uh, shrapnel the size of forks and spoons coming down, which I guess is a lot better than... Than a bomb going off next to you. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's essentially steel rain. Hey, there there is no, there's no solutions. There's only alternatives. Hey, you know what? In that region, dude, I don't even, dude. But that's just the reality of anything. There's no solution to stuff. There's alternatives. Oh, yeah. So the alternative is you can have the bomb go off next to you. Yeah, or, or you, can, get you this, can take some shrapnel to the roof. Yeah, at least if you're under something like concrete or something like that, the chance of you taking shrapnel goes greatly reduced. How many incidents will we have in this country? Because you know in Jerusalem when those alarms go off, motherfuckers are running inside because they know that's about to happen. Out here, I still think you'd get, like your Antifa... Taking those umbrellas and putting them up. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we're going to be okay. See, if they even knew it was going to rain down. We're so numb to the reality of things could be that we, I don't I, I don't know how we would Well, a lot respond. of people, I mean, I have a lot of logistic understanding of, you know, when you see something happen, you can kind of predict it. But there's variables of experience that, you, you know, you're either a practitioner of it or you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's where, like, experience is everything. So those people living in that region, they have a lot of experience on it. But over here, it's like, oh, God, I don't want that to. You got to keep in mind, too, Israel is more logistically sound. And logistics win wars, and they prep you and supply chains and stuff like that. And they had that in spades because they got the backing from all the other countries, like us and other countries like that. So the the logistical supply chains for them are a lot higher than they are for a lot of the other fucking podunk places around them trying to shit on them. Yeah, true. It gives them a a leg up. I mean, they they, they, they they should be crediting us with all the available knowledge we lent to them with, with, with technology. Well, I think that's what happened is we sold them tanks and shit, and then they tore apart the tanks and built a better one. Well, not even that. We, we shared a lot of IP knowledge with them because <clears throat> we understood the position they were in. But and I don't. that area is outside my wheelhouse of knowledge. I hate to, to comment on it because I don't know the actual full dynamics of that part of the world i know it's a shitty situation well here stateside though it's it's a polarization that blows the fucking mind it is because you have conservatives i hate labeling liberal and conservative but you have people on that side the red waves where they're polarized back and forth you have the blue sides that are polarized back and forth which is funny because they actually there was an article today i didn't get a chance to read the whole thing where they were actually talking about it was on fox news so you know it was biased (laughs) <laughs> They're playing the role. They were talking about how it's literally dividing the Dems that are in power right now because half of them are pro-Palestine, half of them are pro-Jerusalem. And it's like, this is news. Why? Is this, I mean, well, why we can't take care of our own shit? I mean, what the fuck? Can I, we? Apparently, we don't have any problems here in the U.S. right now. No, no. Apparently, this week, uh, <laughs> this week, there was, where's that one I have? There we go. If we can get it to play, it'll play. <laughs> Apparently no white cops shot any persons of color this week because you did not hear about it in the news. 
Now, what did happen is uh, Lori Lightfoot was getting coming under small fire, local fire, and being suppressed by the media because 26 people between Tuesday and Wednesday nights were shot. Two of them died. I'm going to uh, venture that they're um, some kind of color. All parties involved, yes. Imagine that. But, see, that's why you don't hear about it. Because, dude, and that's literally what all the articles were about. Why isn't this being reported? That's one of the reasons I can't take when they start shitting on the cops seriously. Because, like, well, you guys ignored the the overwhelming overwhelming side of the aisle or stuff that does happen that's the most egregious. We turn a blind eye to that, and we highlight the fraction of... Like the fractional percentage amounts. Right. It's just to keep people divided, to keep the shit going, to keep the hate going, to keep a bunch of blame game going and shit like that. There was an article where there was a woman, and this really reminded me of my um, experience with dealing with uh, medical professionals. She said that That's they, loose with that term. Yes, it is. They were, um, what does it say? They weren't heavily respondent to her. They didn't facilitate her as much as they pleased, and they took a long time to get around to her. Because she was black. It's like... No, but you're kind of a cunt, so you're doing, not really a priority in a lot of Well, any of us that have to deal with medical in the last five years, you realize that's kind of how all of us feel. Yeah. It's like my theory of mansplaining. When a lot of women go, oh my God, he had to mansplain it to me. I had a better idea than this and that, blah, 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 blah. No, Act- you didn't. Actually, it's not just you women that deal with that. We deal with that, too. You have a good idea. It's going to get shot down because it's not their idea. And then a year later, you're going to see them have your idea again. Well, now <laughs> you know? How do you know it's just not a shitty idea and you can't accept that? That's a possibility, too. That's the whole thing in the workplace. If we're going to have integrated workplace, everybody, everybody, doesn't matter your gender or what fucking spectrum you are, is going to have to take your feelings and leave them home. Because we're all there for the common goal, making yeah. fucking money. It's That's the end that's of it. That's it. It's a fucking financial institution. And yeah. that is what I'm worried about, this next generation going off the fucking rails, losing focus on you're there to get a paycheck, and the way you get your paycheck is through producing or being part a support team for somebody that is producing. Period. Something does, like that. Does that not just lay down the basics of it? I mean, yeah. It's so you're trying to keep the wheels moving. That's it. That's all your goal is. Get away from the drama. Get away from the bullshit. Come on, dude. There's just, just, just. Don't get me wrong. We all like to laugh and have a good time. Sometimes everybody needs to vent. But, dude, it's not because you're a woman. It's not because of whatever excuse you want to throw out. All that is is an easy go-to move when <laughs> someone shoots down a shitty idea of it's yours. It's a cop out. It is. It's an easy <clears> cop out. I used to wonder why, in a couple companies ago, management didn't move on this and move on that and move on this. Then I had a young manager who wasn't afraid to change things. and Dude, dude fucking disaster. When you change things too fast with a million-dollar industry, it just fucking goes off the rails so fast. Well, you have no chance to reconnoiter. But it works on the same dynamic as a, as a big company and a small company. A big company, if they make too many changes too fast, it can destroy the company. That's why they can't fill market demands rapidly like a small company. A small company oh, yeah. can make major movements because they don't have this giant snake leading the... Yeah, the, your the, agility is a lot better. Yeah, it's like a Marketplace baby, agility. Yeah, it's a baby snake and a big snake. If the big snake's heading toward an unsustainable path, by the time it gets close to it and they realize it's danger, you're kind of fucked because there's a lot of momentum. Yeah, like a train. Yeah. The train's got 30 boxcars, weighs fucking 40 tons. It's going to have trouble fucking yeah, doing and, anything. And the small company's just a fucking the car. The two guys on the jack thing are going to be all... Ah! Whoa, I almost went off that cliff. Yeah, close. <laughs> Woo, we got it. <laughs> almost lost a $400 hand cart. <laughs> Blazing Saddles, still a funny movie. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, so we got enough about the, the Middle East turmoil that's going on. And so what is it? Actually, 
one more note on that. I wanted to come up with a thing that if you can think about it for next week, people will see in hell. <laughs> we always make that cynical joke of, well, at least in hell we'll be together. I mean, we'll have. Our you think friends. hell has a like a like a line like they have in front of clubs, just waiting to get in? Yeah, and it's raining but fire on you outside. It's pur- it, outside's just purgatory, waiting to get the end of the fucking the pain. I don't even want to get into my real views of hell. We're going with a cartoon <laughs> version here, where the devil is chasing dogs with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> that's that's the hell we're depicting right there. <laughs> yikes! 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 So this week, what was it? Uh, Trevor Noah, popping uh, lip. Oh, dude, I'd hate to say it, but watching us on this is. More entertaining than that fucker. I mean, dude, he sucks. He, well, he's, he's on a mainstream outlet. He doesn't have the same freedom to explore the ideas like we do. Fair enough. But yeah, we have, we have a lot of freedom to explore taboo shit or say taboo shit or just shit in general. The, the freedom's massive for us to really get off the rails. Well, this is his comment. I actually thought of you in a lot of the conversations we've had about this. His comment was, I just want to ask an honest question here. If you're in a fight where the other person cannot beat you, how much should you retaliate when they try to hurt you? To the extreme. <laughs> that's that's dude, an easy fucking move. What are you going to do, bam? Oh, it's it's like when I had a little brother. Don't hurt him. He's smaller than you. It's like, well, he just kicked me in the nuts. It's like, you know what, though? When mom turns around, you knock the taste out of his mouth so he knows not to You know what again. the awesome thing about being human is? Is to understand when you can't win a fight and to understand when the other person is vulnerable. <laughs> that's, yeah, war is deception. That's what it is. It's not, you have to cognitively pick your battles. So if you understand that you're in an an unattainable position, you you maybe take some of the damage short term, and then you wait for a prime opportunity to fucking exact Um, your revenge. When was Sons of the Art of War written? Oh, shit. 4,000 BC or some shit? It was a long time. I don't know if it's four. Yeah, it it goes back a distance. I've I've listened to the audiobook twice now. Yeah, me too. Hey. That's a good one. Well, what was the one of the one of the tenets? Avoid strength, attack weakness. Now he took a lot of flack for that when you when you break down like the notes and stuff. He did take a lot of oh you can't do that. That's not honorable, dude. Really, think it's about war. it. If you go heads up, ten thousand versus ten thousand, dude. Okay, is going to be a problem. So if you understand war back then, who was on the chopping block? The general. No regular <laughs> civilians in villages that you executed that were part. Oh, that's the that's the direction that, we're going. Yeah. So. So what do you mean honorable at that point? You're executing women and children in small villages yeah, in those provinces. Yeah, if problems. we lose, everyone behind us is getting raped, burned, or worse. Well, they're getting, yeah, and everybody up to us, how we got raped, burned, and worse. Yeah, I mean, look at the towns we just went through. Yeah. <laughs> you know okay, I mean? Come on now. Yeah, I got some stink dick going on here, man. I will wash these balls in a minute. <laughs> we have some fun back there. We don't want that to happen to our but, people. But though. to turn around and say that's, a, that's an honorable, it's like, bitch, you were just slaughtering children. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Dude, that's, that's the... The non-correlation you get a lot when you get into history, where oh well you didn't do the noble thing. He's like, dude, what the nobility means nothing when your life's on the line. No, it's, you, it's all irrelevant. of a sudden. What did you do? You want you kicked him in the balls. I had an opening. I took it. He had a knife at my throat, dude. <laughs> what yeah. do you want? What the fuck? What the, what? What is all this fair and love and war? Right? You know what I mean? What was one of the best books I ever read was uh, Turn Around and Run Like Hell. Ten times that that tactic in history worked. Who who, who wrote that book? Man, I don't even remember. I could loan it to you, though. <laughs> That's something that, like, everybody always gets. I'm not, like, a book guy where, oh, I read this written by this. I just, my sister gave me the book. I read the book. I, I don't read a fuck ton, but I listen to a ton of audiobooks. 
Because yeah. you can multitask. Oh, no, for sure. I'm, I'm into audiobooks now. This is from my, my actual reading era. Yeah. Which is cool because the tactic is very simple. I'll give you the, one of the easier ones. It was somewhere in the, the, the Chinese war, Chinese dynasties and shit like that. So this guy is marching with a 50,000-man army. These other guys, they got 500 people. Okay, so it's like, fuck, he's going to mow us over. And these are, this is the last stand. Okay, what are we going to do? All right, so there's a canyon here. They're camped out there for the night. They're going to march in the morning. They start marching in the morning. A bunch of dudes on horses ride up to this army that's marching and start hitting them with fucking arrows and shit, right? All right, fuck it. Get the cavalry after these motherfuckers. They lead them on this whole thing so that the cavalry doesn't get too far in front of the infantry. Lead them down this fucking canyon. You already know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, ambush. On top of this canyon is everybody that could fucking hold a bow and everything they had. Needless to say, like, a handful of people walked away from that. They annihilated, they decimated another fucking yeah, an and, entire well, army. Well, they probably didn't decimate, they didn't probably decimate a massive amount, but you don't got to win a massive amount. If you can start, like, cleaving pieces, if you're trying to, like, say you're trying to chop off an arm, you don't go right through the bone, you start taking out sections of a small knife. You can slowly disintegrate whatever it is by slowly isolating every individual component. No, but they, they killed most of the people. They but but I'm, I'm the saying, though, if, if you use guerrilla warfare tactics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't got to go for the kill. All you have to do is, not only that, but doing that will demoralize any opposition. Well, the, the worst part was is they actually started in the back. Once the infantry was into the canyon, they killed the infantry first. The cavalry turned around had nowhere to go because now you have the end of the fucking canyon where there's people waiting yeah. for them. And then you have this part. They were just stuck in there and killed them all. And you know what's weird is that actually works in naval warfare, too. Some dude, some Americans with a faster boat and uh, turned around and was running. I think it was from some German U-boats or maybe it was, it was, I think it was World War II. They were running from them, running from them. Meanwhile, oh, that, was, that was all short-lived, though, because soon as the airplane became a mass market. Thing, it might have been World War One. Yeah. So, and Because air, 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 air power changed the entire dynamic of World War Two. Oh, dude, the warfare altogether with air superiority. I mean, dude, you're, you're in it to win it. Everything. You, you can reach out and touch motherfuckers. Oh, dude. And again, like we said before, that's when they started hitting civilian targets. They're like, well, it's a factory. Yeah, but you missed the factory. You know, it happens. Hey, you know, we're still working on the targeting for dropping Look, bombs. Look, we were at eight feet per second per second, but we didn't sh win shift variance. You guys wouldn't let us put our weather balloons up like here. We're looking at a fucking peephole and dropping bombs. Dude, I'm telling you. We're getting close. <laughs> it's going to be close. Well, what do we want to do? Just take out the whole block. Well, there's a school on that block. Is there, though? <laughs> Correction, there, there was, was a, school. a school on that block. There's no school there anymore. Hey, they were just going to grow up to be soldiers. We're just fucking cutting them off at the fucking legs. But the point is, is I completely disagree with Trevor Noah. If somebody keeps, like, again, we went into it earlier. If you keep giving a chance after chance, come on, guys, let's integrate. Like you said, how many Palestinians live in Jerusalem. How many Jews can actually go live in anywhere in the Palestinian? Or, or just the Middle East, period. Or the Middle East. You can't. So at it's, some point, like today, the news report of they're mobilizing into the Gaza Strip now with as far as the army, the infantry, their tanks, and everything else. You saw, I saw on Twitter people with camera phones, the truck payloads going out with the tanks and all the big shit. It's like, yeah, no, they're gearing up for war. Yeah. They're, re they're ready for it. Which sucks, man, because I got a feeling we're going to get roped into horse shit. I don't want to. I don't want to fight the Middle East anymore as a country. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm over it. Oh, totally, dude. We're not making any headwind there. No. No, we're not. It's, it's, it's an unsustainable region. Oh, it did remind me, though, my theory, if you take, again, may or may not have a big thing on the Bible, I think this actually goes back to uh, no calls. You guys suck. No, uh, Abel and Cain. 
the story of Abel and Cain? Yeah. You remember that story? Yeah, he kills his brother. Yeah, he kills his brother. So, what is it? Abel had sheep. Cain was a crop guy. He got jealous that, you know, he liked his yeah. sheep burning more than his crops burning and well, killed him. That's his human nature, though. But Cain went off to the east and what became the, the tent dwellers. Essentially, that story is what tells us that Cain... His legacy is essentially what became the Palestinians, and Abel was all the people. The is is that is that how they they look at it or view it? That's how I view it. If I'm wrong, somebody's welcome to call in and tell us. But that's how I've always viewed it because they were all the tent dwellers, and if you look at like you know even all the way up to Xerxes and shit, they were always nomads moving around and shit. Yeah, but th- that area was pretty. If you studied history, you understand that that era, the Fertile Crescent. What what they speculate now is since they didn't have major energy sources like coal, and and they because they were making uh, veneer plaster way back like two or three thousand years ago, and it requires a ton of energy to break down the limestone to make the plaster. No shit. But so what they speculate that there was a ton of trees there, and in the process of making limestone blocks, they burned up a lot of the fucking wood. They decimated the area with just needing available energy to to, to convert break down <clears throat> enough of the limestone because there's a lot of data to support that now. Is that why that area is all stripped now? Barren, and just, yeah. They just fucked it up? Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of the speculation. And it, it drove, when you when you get rid of all the forests and trees, it drives all the, the natural agriculture, like livestock away from the area. That's why it's mostly goats. Goats can, can, go, goats can still sustain in those areas. Off of a minuscule amount of nutrition and stuff. Yep. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, there, there's Fall of Civilization does a good job of uh, putting that together, of talking about uh, a lot of those eras. Man, maybe I'll just stop rec- r- rocking out at work for a while and start listening to some audio books. Fall of Civilizations is a really good <clears throat> podcast. They cover every major civilization. Fall of Civilizations. Fall of Civilizations. Okay. They, they, the guy covers every major collapse of every major empire going the back YouTube, there. Spotify, whatever. Yep, he's on everything. Okay, cool. The, the, it, I like watching the YouTube videos because he shows you, because he actually goes to the places and shows you the, the ruins of the aftermath. Like, this is stuff that goes back a couple thousand years. Leading all up to never like, came back. Never came back. And wow. You have and but the, he he shows how the collapse has happened, and these are major empires. Like we think we're this, this amazing. It's like no, we just have technology. That's the only difference. Well, we have metallurgy and all silicon. They and had, all they kinds had of fun stuff, but they had a lot of metallurgy too back then. They just didn't have the technology of semiconductors and availability of. Oh. Uh, uh, the, the biggest the biggest leg up we have on any civilization is communication. Communication, you can share ideas. You can spread knowledge. It it's so Fast. so technology mm. never goes away. But if you live in a in, a, in a, a time where you can't share knowledge abundantly, whoever the key specialist doing certain types of job in certain fields, like making metal, if they die, you're fucked. Hmm. Who has that knowledge? Like the person trying to uh, make acid again, bring that art back. Yeah, <laughs> bring it back. Thanks, colleges. God. <laughs> All right. The other one, not not quite as an exciting of a story. I just like to pick on her. Christy Teigen. Oh, she's fucking psycho. Who she's married to? What's that guy? Uh, Mal Lay talks about her sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she uh, already last summer got in trouble and had to delete hundreds of tweets that were just inappropriate toward children, which the conspiracy nuts were going crazy for her. about her bathing in children's blood. And oh, she's been, to, she's been to Epstein Island and partied with the Obamas and... All kinds of fun shit like that. You think so. she was doing coke with the Obamas? At least. Hopefully. Yeah. At, least, at least there's some good stories if yeah. she did the that. The coke led to the adrenochrome. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Very slippery. One minute you're doing coke, next thing you're, you're drinking some fresh adrenochrome. You're breaking some ba- baby heads <laughs> open. <and> you- <laughs> yeah. I like to just chew on the adrenaline myself. <laughs> it's like gum-like. 
<laughs> nasty. That's awesome. But yeah, that's, uh, dude, that whole thing, I love playing with those people as far as the, it's like, what is it, the, the, they're making the frogs gay. That fucking oh. dude. When you listen Alex to all Jones. the stuff that Alex Jones has to say about the demonic and they're drinking adrenochrome and they're killing children, and you're like, <sighs> you know what's sad is most conspiracies start start with a nugget of truth. I want to know. And they just go off the rails. Right. But with rich people, I mean, getting your rocks off has to get harder and harder. At some point, jet skiing behind a yacht, you're like, this is boring. Let's go kill some kids. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right, I'm getting bored with killing kids. Maybe if we beat him into submission first. <laughs> See, I, you think you get bored killing him too if it's just like an easy chore? Like, <laughs> do you think they cut him loose and they hunt him down? <laughs> Does it be just because? Yes, actually, there's. If, if you're thinking about it from a sadistic point of view, do you, yeah. How far point, are you willing to take this? At a certain point, it just gets way too easy. You need a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. What's life without challenge? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I don't even get off when I make him cry anymore. Or like, yeah. what is it, like the dentist This is chair? lame. I've done this a hundred times. Fuck. I'm not even, let me just pull his molars out one more time for the road and let him scream and fuck it, I'm out of here. This yeah. is stupid. I got more important shit to do. This is fucking boring. I heard some shit's going down in Haiti. I wanted to go check it out. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to name that name. That's <laughs> yeah, we can get hundreds of ones and skin them or something. I don't fucking know. Let's get them on the boat. We'll figure it out later. Ooh, look, a presidential debate. <laughs> <laughs> Now that oh, gets me man. going. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, that was fun. So do you actually, I there was a lot of people, again, wrapping up our conspiracy segment. The oil pipeline hack. Shutting down the East Coast for gases and stuff. I love the memes that came out because there was a picture of a guy filling up like nine little five-gallon fucking tanks. It's all, this is your neighbor, as if you guys didn't learn from the TP crisis. You know, everybody's taking what they can because they don't want to, you know, lose it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it. See, it, you're you're a psycho doing that, right up until you're not a psycho. Doing right until that. you're the one with the gas. Yes. Yeah. So it, it it always looks crazy until all of a sudden, oh shit, this is a real thing now. Yeah. What do they have to do? Get the hand cranks out. <laughs> Start yeah, hand turning the gas. Up well, the I got those jerry cans I, that I got for driving Uber, so I'd always have available gas at the house. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So like. Fill those up or whatever, but yeah, the old lady's like, "Hey, we should probably fill them up." I was like, "I don't know if we're gonna have a gas shortage in California." Yeah, I thought about that. I'm like, "Nah, I'm not even gonna." I'm not gonna throw, I'll ride a bike. Who gives a shit? No, but earlier in the week, uh, the theory was, and th you know what's weird? The conspiracy theories used to take years to develop, and you'd watch them like a hurricane. No, it's like a day. It's out. In, it's out at sea, man. Is this thing gonna oh, make landfall? Shit, what's going dude. on? And then all of a sudden, now you watch the shit in the morning. By the afternoon, it's got legs and it's running. You're like, God damn, you guys fucking, that's faster than a Rick and Morty episode, dude. Oh, dude. You fucking ran with it. So, it's not really a, ha a hack. They're doing this, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're just trying to say it. Now, here's the thing. I was entertaining that going, okay, they may pretend that they're running out of gas for whatever reason to jack up the prices to distract us from shit. All the other crises that are going on, right? Because this administration has dropped the ball. They're everything. Again, I'm going to iterate it. They're everything they accused the last administration of doing. You guys are incompetent. C and D students, my friends. This is what happens when C and D students, C and, yeah, blah, when they're in charge. Yeah. I'm sorry, C's get degrees. These people were, oh, I was always a rebel on the outskirts. Yeah, and you should probably stay on the outskirts, you fucker. You're not a rebel because you're thinking <clears throat> the same thing everybody else is. Yeah, you guys are the little NPCs. We must march forward. Orange man, bad. Some people are still blowing Trump up on the fucking internet, too. It's like, let it fucking go. Please let it go. Oh, this is Trump's fault. No, actually, it's not. Oh, dude. So it turns out the software 
The hacking company apologized. We really need to vet the people that we sell this software to. It's all. What? You're P- you guys have PR? Well, Are you it, fucking kidding me? Well, it, if you're a hacking company, you do have standards. So if you're shutting down oil, like energy, to a country, I think that's... That's, that's a little outside. You're like, now you're hurting us all. Yeah. Oh, like the people that hacked the, the PlayStation Network fucking 15 years ago. Yeah. Then we did it for the gamers. Why? So nobody could play, you stupid piece of shit? Yeah. You fucking suck. Yeah, so it, it's nice to see hacking organizations have standards of things they will. All not. right, fine. I fucking digress. <laughs> if that's the way it goes, good for them. I had no idea. I had no idea because I would be indiscriminate with my yeah, well, with my you, chaos. Think about it, if you live in America and you're one of those hacking guys in the part of the organization. All of a sudden, you get you get you suffer from that immediately. Mm. Like, yeah, this isn't this isn't what it was given for you, fucker. Well, they tried. They tried to walk it back when. You know they paid the fucking ransom? Oh, no shit. $2 million to unlock their shit. They paid it. I didn't realize that. That's number two for the terrorist win this week. <laughs> Dude, they fucking paid it. Well, the thing is, it, it's crypto. It's blockchain. You can take it off the off the fucking chain and put it on an off-balance ledger. Boom. And then, then all you do is you put it on a jump drive, you go to another country. Plug it in, cash it out, go back to your country, right? Yeah. It's just oh. fucking... It's, and then over there in Europe, a country is closer than a fucking state, so... Well, it doesn't matter, like... We're stupid as Americans because we don't understand how every other country that has shitty currency, like in Africa, Bitcoin's good. It's good currency. You can either have the Zimbabwe dollar, which basically they print trillion-dollar bills now. (laughs) That tells you the fucking integrity of the currency. Or you can have Bitcoin, even though it's going down, it's way more stable. It's like idiocracy. Hauling ass and getting paid right on the fucking dollar. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) well, if you live in Argentina or any of those countries with a shitty currency, like we think we're printing money here. You ain't seen shit until you go to another country and see that. Like the real shit. The wreckage of printing major currency does. Wow. So as soon as you get paid in those countries, the first thing you do is try to fucking cash it into Bitcoin immediately because it's still more stable than the currency of those countries. That's why I think that they hate crypto. Yeah. It's non controllable. Yeah. If if you're a central government trying to game the system and, and, and to do all the shit and print money. You're stuck in this paradigm where you can destroy your currency. Well, if everybody says, fuck your currency and just goes to Bitcoin, you can print as much as you want. The Bitcoin stable is fucked compared to your currency. Oh, dude. I had to explain that to somebody today. They no one understands inflation. <clears throat> the dollar, what is it? Oh, yeah, the fucking crypto is going up. Actually, the dollar is going down. Yes. Um, that's that's what's really happening. Well, what do you mean? Never mind. It's, it's, just never mind. Yeah, it, it, it means the value of your currency is going down. That's all that means. When oh, and that's the trouble we're in with inflation actually hitting right now. Which is funny because that one I'll say, oh yeah, that one you guys, you guys are too stupid to blame that one on Trump, and you'd be kind of right. That that's why the I, way that the way that he rode the economy and kept things going well, artificially. Do you want to jump into inflation, or do you want to save it for later on? <clears throat> well, we're already set the stage. Let's fucking. I'm, I'm done. That's that's the last of my shit. Yeah. Well, th- this is my problem. This is the way I've been viewing it now. I've a, a working where I work now. I have a lot of time to 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 devote mental thought <laughs> to, to a lot ponder of this. things. Yes, and uh, the way I'm looking at it now, this is where I'm at now. So I initially had the idea of just trying to pay the house off as fast as it can. That's changed now. I, that's no longer where I'm at anymore. It okay. Temporarily, I'm pausing on that, and I'm, I'm saving money right now. I don't think we're going to get inflation. I think we're going to get deflation. I think any inflation we have, it's temporarily. Um, I don't think all these highest prices are supported at all in the market. They are as of right now, not long term. The only thing that will change my mind at that point is when we start talking about monthly checks to people. Then I'll get worried about inflation. Oh, the fucking standard. Oh, my God. The UBI, Universal bank with something. basic income. Yeah. That, that's when I'm getting worried about inflation. Right now, this is not inflation. This is 
we have a, a decreased amount of goods and there's more dollars flowing, but at a certain point, these dollars will get, will get spent and the demand won't be there anymore and it will dry up. And, and then everybody's going to have to readjust the prices down unless we start handing out monthly checks. But this is where you run into a major fucking problem with this whole equation. So according to California right now, if you break down what, what you can pay on unemployment, it breaks down to $16 an hour. Yes. That's all okay. Right. <clears throat> so my base rate, if I don't hit flat rate where I'm at right now, is $14 an hour. <clears throat> oh, God. Yeah, what, I'm going to get a flat rate. I'm not too worried about that. But, but my thing is now, so if you're a business that's offering $14 or $17 an hour, you're offering less than what the potential, but what what the potential you can Dude, get. Dude, wasn't uh, Dave Smith was talking about that in an episode earlier? Yeah, you're so, basically making a dollar an hour to go yes. through all this bullshit. So if you're making seventeen <clears throat> or eighteen, and the state's offering you sixteen with unemployment, you're offering a two dollar an hour. Yeah. To get up, go to work, and deal with the shit and the struggles that come with work. Where's the incentive? So this yeah. this is where I'm at right now. Instead of trying to pay my mortgage down, I'm saving. I'm going to start saving all the money I'm, I'm making Uber and extra money. For my paycheck, I'm going to start going and applying at every place now. So the the one place I would do want to work at is Amco. I always thought it'd be cool to try to re- rebuild transmissions like automatically. No shit. Yeah, I thought about that too. Specialist. It's like a doctor. Yeah. I can do general practice or specialize. Because so, automatic transmission is going to be a lost art unless some people jump into that So I'm, I'm going to there's like five different places I want to apply. They're, they're, one's a machine shop and a couple other ones. I'm I've gonna, always wanted to do a machine shop. So I'm going to go apply at these and see what they're offering an hour. Okay. If they're offering like 20 something dollars an hour, I'm I, I'm not in a position where I want to move now cuz I like my job now and I like the guy I work under. He's fucking badass. He doesn't get involved in my shit. He cuts me loose. I do what the fuck I want. So I have a lot. I have a ton of autonomy again. It's fucking nice. He's been trying to sweeten the pot on me every time I run into him. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm not here cheerleading for him, but it's fucking nice. I've always liked him. He's yeah, nice. I like him. So, so what I'm gonna do now? I'm, I'm gonna start applying at these places and seeing what they're at. I'm not in the position, like I said, I want to move, but I'm gonna keep my finger on the pulse. If we start talking monthly checks and all this other stuff, you can afford to venture out there, right? Yeah. Well, I'm <clears throat> I'm already in a position where I can do that. Right. I'm just choosing not to really do that. So I'm going to wait, and if Amco starts off, if inflation hits, all fucking companies are now going to be forced to compete directly with the government. Ooh. And you offering $14 an hour, $16 an hour, $18 an hour, $20, $20 an hour is not a fucking hard, it's not a good sell for anybody. You're not selling anybody <laughs> in the market. Getting just socked up on that. I'm serious. And, and if you remember 08, how long did the extended unemployment benefits go for? Like two remember. or th- like two or three years. Really? <clears throat> yeah. I was in a bad place in a way. I don't remember much of a wait. Yeah, but so that's that. So if you start to understand this, if we go through inflation, it's going to benefit me. It might hurt with buying stuff, but I'll just I'll tighten my belt. Won't buy things other than the bare necessities, and to sit on my money. But if we go through deflation, the savings and the way I'm positioned in the market, like my and my position in Robinhood is a hundred percent market crash position. Really? Yeah, I'm 100% hedge all the way on the other side of what everybody else. We're is gonna saying. have to actually talk about that off air, and you have to show me how to do that. Yeah, but because I don't know, I've been trying to look at it. I'm like, I don't get this. So I'm positioned better. 100% <clears throat> in volatility. No shit. Yeah. So if the market crashes, I gained it. It my speculated cost margin right now. What I'm looking at is if the market crashes, and it moves to the where I think the projected movement will be. My position that I have of about four thousand dollars invested will put me about 40. If the market moves exactly the way I think it's going to move in the next six months. 
I'm not saying it's going to, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. But if it doesn't, that means we really did get inflation. That means employers now are going to have to offer more for bare minimum jobs. I picked up a girl who fucking 19 years old got her first job working on a laundromat as a manager because they couldn't fucking hire anybody. She gets paid $20 an hour. She doesn't know to what the sit fuck there she's doing and doing her. nothing. The only people I pick up that are getting thrown out a fuck ton of money for doing non-skilled work, non-fucking skilled, and the industries that are skilled don't give a shit, nor are they incentivizing people to really go out and get skilled. You know, shit. Imagine if, like, if the base value is sixteen, and you're offering seventeen, you're offering a dollar an hour. That's all that. That's all the translation that breaks down to. Yeah. Oh my god! So it's just right now. I'm, I wish I'm look- I was at work today. Ugh. So right now I'm just looking at. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see how it plays out, deflation or inflation. Either way, I got I got two different game plans for either one. But if we go through inflation, I want to go learn how to build automatic transmissions, rebuild them, hundred percent. That's always something. Again, I'll, I think that would be fun. That's always something I want to learn how to do. And I don't want to make a career to Amco. I'll fucking go there and work for two years and quit. I don't give a shit. I have no investment into the company other than learning a skill set from working for him. And then when I do that, maybe go work at a machine shop, rebuild heads and blocks. That sounds like the beginning of my career. Well, I, I thought it'd be awesome. And, and if I can if I can build enough of these core things where I can rebuild almost any component on the drivetrain, fucking go to another state and open up a small shop and be super confident about doing everything. Yeah, just make it enough to, again, quality of life. That's what yeah. You mean. You said that 16 times last time. <laughs> yeah, well, the big thing now is I'm looking at the horizon and being in the position that, that, I've, that I've kind of set up, it's diverse as fuck for me to take these giant risks and do things that I want to do and try to get more skills and not really give a fuck what the pay is, especially if inflation's coming. If it's inflation's coming, fuck all anyway. All businesses are fucked. They're going to, you have to incentivize people to show up and do a job and, and paying them 16, 17, 18. And even 20, you're barely tasting it in California. That's fuck all. Oh, yeah. The average rent's like $1,800, almost $2,000 now down in the valley. That's what I realized when I was a lot of uh, lower-end pay guys were working for me. And you realize most of them were either living with their parents still or splitting like a house five ways and in a three-bedroom. So you had a guy in each room and guy yeah. in the living room and guy in the other fucking living room. You know what I mean? It was like, God damn, dude, you guys are doing what you got to do. to. But the thing survive. is, the, the, a lot of those guys do that and nobody's saving money. They're all out partying. Oh, yeah, but how many how many people of that age are saving money? I'm, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying. Oh, that just a statement. It's a statement of fact. Like, <clears throat> nobody's looking at getting their shit together. Yeah, they're keeping the economy going. <laughs> just for... Yeah, I... I, I, I dollar, thought, dollar bills, y'all. Just thinking about it, I'm, I was... I, I, I this didn't cross my mind when I moved into the where I'm at now. This just came to me like in the last week. It was like, fuck, if inflation does happen, every every company's gonna be forced to start paying more. So the companies that don't want to pay more, that's fine. You don't have to, but employees don't have to stick around either. That's gonna happen even in like uh, I don't know. I guess our trade. You're going to see a lot of people that are like, dude, I can make the same amount of money driving a truck or fucking doing something. Dude, I thought about when you were talking about how a lot of the truck drivers in um, in the U.S. Are, are Indian. Foreigners. Dude, and they see a lot more of the fucking country than I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, I, I, would, I would almost want to drive truck just to experience that. Yeah, me too. I was thinking The about older that. I get, I want these experiences. I don't want to be fucking... Locked into the cycle. Locked yeah, into the pattern. I'm, I'm over it. That's what... 
like Uber. Dang, you're not even 40 yet. I'm almost. I know, but this is all the stuff that went through my head when I was 40. Okay, here's what the last cognitive fucking (laughs) functioning four decades look like. What is the next four going to look like? And you have to think of that stuff. Not all of us are lucky enough to have landed in that right position or conned our way in or whatever the fuck you did. Just it, oh, you thank have you. To, I take that as a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> Con your way in. I wasn't talking about you. Anyway. I don't um, give a shit. <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of people that you wonder how they got to where they got. But then you get the people that are smart enough to, like, they tap out. And, again, last week I listened to the last episode where you were talking about quality of life, and it should make you think. What, you know, what are you sacrificing, and what is your life? Is it a cycle? I get up, I go to work, I come home, I pay bills. I get up, I go to work, I come home, I pay bills. I get up, I go to work, yeah. I come home. Blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? That's living, dude? Who fucking told us that was living? It's one thing when, like, you're starting out as a young person raising a family. Okay, you got this cycle you have to go through for a while, but do you? You know what I mean? Look at the hippies. Their kids turned out just fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm from a hippie from a hippie parent. There you go. Yeah, th- this rolls into my next topic I wanted to cover, and it was uh, it kind of coincides with this to a degree, and it's a whole idea of uh, I, w- I would say success and failure, and and the idea of good and bad, where those two things, they're not diametrically opposite; they're actually the same thing, and and like oh, that. Really? There's that there's that quote from Solzhenitsyn. Uh, basically, the 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 line of good good and even go good and evil goes to the heart of every individual, like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But success and failure is the same way, too. Like, I'm tired of people looking at me and saying, I can't believe you wouldn't want to be successful doing this. Well, that's that's your opinion of what success is. What I'm saying to, to a lot of people, they're like, that's dumb. Why would you go do that? Because that's what I want to fucking do. I don't give a fuck what someone wants me to do anymore. Fucking over it. I don't give Dude. a fuck if you you should be this. Fuck you. You should be that. I don't want to do that. You know what motivates me for I want to do the shit that I want to do now. Kind of the same thing off topic. A song that really you wouldn't think would get you motivated on that, but it did for me. It's uh, Combi Christ, which is the industrial band that always opens for uh, Rammstein. And they went they went heavy like guitar laden now. They're not as like techno as they were. But they have this song called My Life, My Rules. And if you actually listen to it, you're like... Dude, that's actually a pretty good philosophy. The way he breaks it down in the song, you're like, God damn, dude, that's actually, it's not, it's what we were taught a long time ago. Oh, that's immature. That's not a way. Is, is it, though? Is it? See, the, the older I get now, and I have more of an exploded view of long-term duration, the more I realize, that, like, what people want me to be, I don't give a fuck what that is. Go fuck yourself. Wait, people want you to be stuff? Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I mean, everybody has this idea that you should be this and this. It's like, that's not for me. Oh, we talked about it on the walk where I was talking about kind of, um, what is it, the maturity levels of people where men and women differ on that. And then it's like, well, you should be doing this and this and this. It's like, whose view is that? No, Why that, would that be the view? I, I can explain to you that these are beneficial things you can do, but everything that I talk about now is always rooted from the position that it will give you freedom to do the things you want to do. Everything now I do is done from the perspective of if you do these certain things, you will give yourself freedom to do certain things. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a sacrifice in the moment and for a small duration, but the long-term payoff is unmeasurable. On, on it gives you the ability to go and do the fucking things that you want. Well, let me ask you a question though. How long have you known what you want to do? Cuz for me, I'll be I'll be totally honest in my life, example I didn't really want anything. I just kind of exist and do all the motions of the people. Go to work, do this and that, be a mechanic. It's, it's everything I've learned in my life. 
until I literally walked away from the show and thought about it. I'm all, for the first time in my whole life, that's something I actually want to do. Out of everything, what do I really want to do? What gets me is when you get a manager trying to chirp in your ear about what he thinks is best. And it's like, you don't fucking know what's best for me. What? How in the fuck would you know? And the advice you give me is pretty fucking poor a lot of times. <laughs> no fucking shit. true as fuck. You're just saying the shit the sales guy would say to make the sell in a fucking car. And you're doing a horrible, horrible job of selling me on it because it sounds like fucking horseshit. Well, that's their job, to get you up, dust you off, and get you marching for more they money. They can have that. Fucking you have it mean? all. Here you go. Go again. Fuck. March have back it. out there. It's yours. Fucking run with it. What didn't I tell you that before? That was like the... That was, I don't want to say I took joy in it, but distracting my crew from the hell that was their job is what I took joy in because I was good at it. It's harder than you think it is. It is. It's a full-time job in and of within the job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, 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 and at the end of the day, you're like, God, did I really just squeeze that much out of these people when they, they should know better? But it's that whole thing is that I I didn't really know what I wanted until a year before I started driving Uber. I started to piece a lot of things together long-term. Nice. It's just, you start to really think about stuff very, very differently. And you're like, a lot of this is just bullshit. I'm, I'm fed on the idea of somebody else that thinks that I should be doing this. So you had that too. Cause I had a lot of fucking crazy epiphanies after getting out of the car, you get home and you know how, like when you decompress and you think about your life and you're like, Oh, I should do this. There's very few people that actually do that. You take a moment to sit quietly in a quiet room, nothing going on and just decompress and be alone with your thoughts. Just let them go. And it wasn't until I was driving Uber after my surgery that I actually sat down and went, oh, okay, so this is this. And then you actually start to see, okay, this person did this. I wonder what's going on with that, blah, blah, blah. But you start seeing how the town works, how people work, what's really going on yeah. out there. Driving, what's going on in you? Driving Uber was an eye-opener because I got <clears throat> all the different perspectives about people that are – majority of people you pick up Uber are very carefree living living day-to-day. It's the, it's the only customer service where – you're not going to get necessarily smashed on by every customer because they're not unhappy to see. Yes. You. Yeah. But just think, but the whole the idea of success and failure is it's not a black and white scenario. Absolutely not. At the end of the day, does it actually exist? Only in your own personal beliefs. Yes. What What are you? What are you quantifying as? You're not going to take any of this with you, right? Well, it's like the version of my dad's success, the version of his dad's success, the they're version all, of my grandpa's they're all, success. They're, they're all moving goalposts depending on... Because you, your idea of success might be way different from four years ago, from three years ago, from two years ago, from five years from now. Right. It's a moving goalpost. So when you're stagnant... You know, you know what? Here, this is a... You know what? You know what <laughs> it's I, funny because I had one too. Wait, okay, go, you go first. You, you know what I realized <clears throat> working where I'm at right now is I'm getting paid to show up and work out. No <laughs> exercise. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. I, I came to this probably about three, three days ago. I was busting down tires and kind of hauling ass getting the rust is breaking off really quick. I'm getting fucking faster and I can feel it. Pre, shit's pre-workout helps snapping a little bit. Shit's going quick. I'm fucking making multiple moves in my head about the next, like just getting everything down. Yeah. And the thing I, I start to realize is like, they're paying me to show up and fucking work out. So the time I really don't have to work out and run in the morning because I'm driving Uber to like 12 or 1 in the morning and turn around and getting up at 5.30 to come to work. And then <laughs> and I get home and I sleep. This is all temporary grind. It's it's I'm pulling all my future demand to right now to get max utilization out of it so I can free up more of my potential future in the, in, 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 in the coming years. 
But uh, but doing that and doing all this stuff and actually putting the labor down, I, I just got I I changed my mindset. It's like they're paying you to show up and fucking work out. <laughs> I'm not doing anything that's that's pushing my mental wheelhouse, but everything I'm doing is physically taxing. I was like, I fucking needed this. I was soft as fuck doing what I was doing, and now doing this, it's starting to build up that fucking that physical wheelhouse again. I was like, fuck, I actually like doing this. This is crazy how it even makes your brain work better. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm showing up, and you fuckers are paying me to work out. That's I laughed so fucking hard when I came to that realization. I'm getting paid to show up and fucking work out for eight hours. I was laughing so fucking hard to myself. <laughs> I was just thinking, about, I was like, that is, it's a crazy way to view it. But no, that's exactly what it is. That's a good way to view it, though. You're paying me. There ain't nothing that I'm doing that's hard. That's what's actually kept me going throughout the year, all the years of working on cars. Well, I could be sitting in an office slowly decaying on the inside. From freaking, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This fucking thinking about jumping off the side of the building with a yeah, rope tied around your neck. Oh, fuck, dude. If I, if I miscalculate that rope, it's either not going to be over fast enough or too fast. I'm not going to be able to savor the whole thing. You want a nice snap. Yeah, do you want that, that perfect optimal? Say eight feet per second per second. So we're going <laughs> to... That's the calculation of acceleration toward the ground. But, but that, that whole idea of success and failure, it, it works in the same way of like like good and evil. Like that's a gray area too when you operate. Every decision you make it depends it, on which side you're on. I mean it's Well, that's what I'm saying though, but you making individual actions might have a negative consequence for somebody else, but it's not intended. It's just the byproduct of you pursuing your own thing. But if yeah. you but if you start getting too harped on about what the long term ramification for somebody other than maybe a family you can't do that. You you got to pursue the things that you want. You got to be a person too. Is well, what it is. Well, not, yeah, but to a degree. I mean, what's what's to be honest? Anybody who's a sales guy is not a person. Yeah, it's not like they're people. They were human once. Yeah. <laughs> Alleg Times change. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> so but, what do they all make you guys in a bug factory? What the fuck? But that whole idea of success and failure and good and evil, they they all straddle the same type of line. It's what you're deeming they are. Well, it's that, that thing of um, no matter how good of a person you think you are in somebody's story, you're the bad guy. I mean, if, if you're a religious person, you go home and jerk off, you think you're a bad person. The reality is like everybody's like, no, that's normal. You're biology, buddy. Yeah. It's, it's normal. Shameful and normal. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one you were saying? What, where, we, where we dove into the fucking, well, what kind of jack off is it? I mean, do you wait for everybody to leave and you're like, you got it out within 30 seconds? Is there candles? Do you have to have music? Is there a warm up? Do you do it to porn? Do you not do it to porn? It's all goddamn. Yeah, you do never, a little bit of meditation. I, ne I never really thought how many variables there were to this. It's like fucking whatever happened to the good old fucking, yep, got to drop the poisons. I'll be right back. You know, I'm feeling a little bad. Gotta get up. the evils out. Yeah, we gotta we gotta purge the demons. Well, dude, this we've even were was it last fucking last summer? That's probably how I ended up having a kid. Where you do the save up? <laughs> well, you just you just don't do it, and you see what happens, and your testosterone goes through the fucking roof, and your head starts changing, and your oh, goals yeah. start changing, and how you look at things start changing. That's actually what I think we have a lot of problems with in society. It's like, man, you're soft. Dude, stop winking it for like a week, bro. You fucking dude, yeah. please. How can they? Like what well, fucking like like porn? I haven't looked at. I haven't consciously set out to look at porn in a fucking fifteen years. I I've gotten pretty good where I might look at it once, maybe twice a week, but I I understand how it's. I try not to do that. I try to just if if I if I do get the urge to look at it, I just try to visual my my wife's ass or like her 
Well, that's what I do. I don't fantasize anymore. I remember because I've done yeah. everything it, with the old lady. Like, I mean, yeah, that that right there is a good fucking catalog to pull from. Fuck yeah, it is. You're all, oh, dude, remember that? And I'm done. Fuck, I didn't even realize I was jacking up. I was yeah. just trying to have a I, fucking I, thought here. I get pretty good at just. I was like, fuck, looking up porn. I'll see well, the old lady a little bit. <laughs> this had this is completely unplanned, but you know it's a problem when like I don't ever set out to look at porn. But when it pops up, like on Twitter, you'll end up like when you get on these trains and it just happens. Some one of those people that ends up following <coughs> you. So you follow them back. Next thing you know, they're putting fucking porn and shit on there. You know, it's bad when you're like, I don't set out to look porn. You're going, bam, that bitch is getting railed. How many other fucking videos does this dude got? Down the rabbit hole and you go. And blocked. All right. Whew, that's enough of that. Oh, look, a second one. Cool. And I tell you, did I haven't told the story on the air about when I was fucking, I felt I was raped by Twitter. Oh, no. Because I, I ended up on one of those, <laughs> right? And check it out. I, we're like in the break room, right? I'm going through Twitter, and it's like dark, and I can't see what's going on. And the dude across from me, you know, the mullet, he was trying to get him back on the show. He's across from me, and he goes, nice. And then my eyes focus, because I'm getting old now. I can't see a tiny screen at that distance. I pick it up, and it's a chick getting fucking railed. I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Block. You know, you give it a good long second. Later that day, I'm on the tablet, which is a much bigger screen. I'm sitting there fucking scrolling through, taking a shit, you know, starting trouble on Twitter. I get on there. It's another one of those dark ones. And I'm like, dude, that dude looks weird. Well, actually, it was a dude fucking another dude in a bathroom stall. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck you. God damn it. Oh, oh and to fuck. think I went 40 fucking years. I make all these jokes. Have never actually seen that. You, you, it, it's funny you say that. Uh, the guy I work with at the other shop... Um, not not the guy who's conspiracy theorist, but the guy that's like like a regular quiet type of dude. Yeah, me, he me silent him, thunder. Me and him, <laughs> he, he, me and him talk kind of more and more and everything. He asks me a question. He's like, "So, I got this question." He's like, "Okay, let's do this." So what's, what are we doing? So he's like, "So, my wife was talking to her friend, and um, apparently her husband likes her to rail him and peg him." <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, "Is that normal?" I was like, "No, it's not normal. You're oh. you're about two steps from being gay, buddy." Oh like, man! I, and he's like, "So what do I do?" I was like, "Well, first off, if you were me and you were hanging out with drinking with them, you would uncomfortably bring it up." Yeah, in the most fucking blunt way. So how does that happen? Is it like one day, hey babe, I want you to do this? I mean. Do you go with the soft prosthetic? Does it have to look I, like a I dick? Don't know. Does color matter? <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me laugh because said that because Candy was talking about the dude she with was want, wants him to do it to her. I mean, wants him wants her to do it to him. Oh man! And I was thinking, how do you cross that Rubicon? Like the old lady tries to give me the finger attack, and I'm, I'm like, I don't fucking like that. Don't do that. Like you try to sneak it in, I'm not. I don't give a fuck. Now, first but, of all, without preparation, you might get a present. Yeah, you don't gotta <laughs> rub my prostate. I can just stick my dick in you. It works just as good. Oh, dude, that's that's where I'm glad my wife doesn't ever cross the line. She's all, I have no no desire to ever try that. I'm all good because you might actually get a punch in the face from that. But, like I was talking to him, and he's just like, "Is that weird?" I was like, "Yeah, that's fucking weird, dude." Like, I well, mean, hold on, though. But, what but it's, is weird? But it's not for me to to judge. In my own opinion, it's weird. But for them, I'm not that person. I don't live his life. If whatever's happened to you that now you can't get off unless a chick's what? doing it. I mean, you're you're literally so th you're oh. literally a fifth of jack away from just hanging out with a dude going, I'm not gay, okay. but you can plow my so ass. So this if you is want. my follow up to him. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, now this gets a little weird. For the fact though, is when you're a guy, you have a built in timer that you're going to come. So since the girl doesn't have that signal feedback, 
<laughs> did she just run his ass raw for an hour straight? Like, who does he just tap out? Does he set a timer? Because th- think about that. That's how you know you're straight is when you ask logistical questions. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about getting off. It's all so at some point. I mean, but when do, you do, just, do, do, we, do I just throw the white flag up? Do we call it a day? Or, like, or do you just, or do you go into your back's blown the fuck out? Like, all right, you your arm tired. I'm done anyway with it. Oh, okay, we're done. <laughs> Dude, some guy, some guy that was my roommate. Was telling me that. And the guy, like, always came across as, like, fruity by, you know what I mean? Because he's, like, you know, he's a DJ for one, so we'll just start there. And he could dance, too. Okay, you got two strikes. So he was telling me, oh, yeah, and I was with this chick, right? And she's blowing me, and she's, like, fingering me at the same time, like, like, and I'm, like, fingering you. He's, like, yeah, she's, like, you know, on my butt. Right on. And after, like, ten minutes, I had to stop her and go, hey, you want to spit on your finger or something? Imagine if I did that to you. I'm like falling out because I didn't know where this dude was going with that. And this is where this gets weird because I got. I'm pretty sure Candy wouldn't let the dude rail her in her ass. He, she would not. Probably not. Okay. So she's all for him wanting her to do it, and at the same time, she doesn't like it because it's super uncomfortable. You See, that's, that's how you know you're either in love or with a deviant because they let you do it because it gets you off or eh, they're a deviant and they want it to happen. Well, I think I, I don't think she thought about the long term too either. Like it's because porn stars go through like the cleansing process to do this. Yes. So is he going to like a go? Go, a good enema is not enough. So is he going to fast for 24 hours and do an enema before right. she rails him? Because if she's railing him, he might shit all over her. Yeah. And she's not a guy. She doesn't know like like. The slow withdrawal, let let the whole close before you back up. That way nothing follows you out. She may not know the rules, dude. She may not be like, she'll be like, okay, he's like, okay, I'm done. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a silhouette of shit oh, on the wall. The thing, too, I think when the dude asked me, he didn't think about any this stuff either, and I started breaking down all these different scenarios, uh, and he's just like, Fuck you! You're thinking about it way differently. I was like, yeah, I'm just. I like the people like you're thinking about that too much. No, this is logistics when you're not sexually attached to the scene. Yeah, I'm just like I'm trying to. It's like being a director going, okay, look, this is unbelievable. Nobody's gonna, you know, but that is true. It's like, what is he gonna do? Is he is he gonna is he at least gonna give himself the enema? I asked a guy like that when he was like, well, have you ever done like the uh, the bimwim balls? I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, it feels so good. I'll take your word for it. And it's the Uh, one I like my butthole nice and tight. Yeah, you know the little thing, and I'm like. Weren't you afraid of poop or anything? He's like, well, you know, I gave myself an enema first. I'm all. That's a lot of prep work to do. How so. does that work? I mean, like, are you like, I've always wondered that about women. Like, if they're going to prep for that, what do they think about the whole time? Like, wow, I am getting railed later. Go ahead and wash it out. Oh, kind of stinks. Thank God I rinsed that out. You know what I mean? What are you thinking about well, the whole time? Not that too, but like, so how, how, how often is it going to be a common occurrence? Is this something that we're pulling out once a week or? Is it, I just kind of want to try it once. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to run it over like in my head. Like if, if he's <laughs> willing to have her go ham on him and I don't know how many times, what's the next like step? Like logically. That's the whole thing is this, this can't be more than a couple weeks that they've known each other. Right. I don't know. I think they know each other for, for a minute, but. Okay. But I mean, like you're right. What are the next levels? What are we going to. Well, I, I think the dude's a firefighter. So he's like in a firehouse. Oh, wow. Living with other this is what it is. Is by the time she breaks down, when she finally breaks down and goes, you know what? We did a lot of dirty shit. I think it's time that we moved in and we we take this relationship to the next level. He's gonna go. I would, but I've actually found out that I'm gay. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I wasn't sure. She's she's gonna like. She's finally gonna let her heart go. She's, for finally, the, she's finally gonna lock down a guy. She's gonna make herself vulnerable, and he's gonna be like, actually, I'm gay. She'd be like. 
All the trials she's had and the hardships with men, she fucking finally gets one that likes to be railed and turns out, no, he's just gay. Oh, dude, that's going to be, dude. <laughs> he's at the firehouse that's getting hammered. Oh, my God, that's fucking gross, dude. <laughs> what is that? That's her. She's like, I found the guy. He's fucking. Womp, womp. Oh, my God. So, well, actually. No. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was just thinking too. Like, it, if that, Dude, if wow. I, if I found out about one of our friends, <clears throat> like, say I was like acquaintance or like semi friend with the guy, and we were in the backyard drinking, and I knew about it, it'd probably be about ten minutes before, like, yeah, I heard you like to get fucked in the ass. Yeah. I, if I, I had, if I had any advice to give you, make sure you get the ones with the balls on it, so it doesn't fly in, and you find yourself. With yeah, the ER. I don't have an in me to keep my mouth shut. I don't know. I just. No, you don't, actually. <laughs> no, you don't. Me, I think there's definitely an alcohol threshold where at some point I'm going to bring it up. You know what I mean? If, so, about this butthole pleasure is what's going on. Yeah, where, like, especially, like, you guys are sitting back there drinking and dude tries to talk shit. And it's like, well, you know, the difference between me and you is I don't like shit into my ass. I like it going out only. No, you, just, you just use this, shut up, buttfucker. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you fucking butt hound, fucking weirdo. Oh, God. God damn, there was a guy that we worked with uh, at another place, and he told everybody that. Wait, are we done? What happened? No, I'm just- scared me. I was like, oh my God, you cut it. And he was actually telling people, oh, I was with these two chicks. They wanted to have a threesome, but the only way they do it is if I would let them peg me. No. And I was like, and he's like, well, I mean, unless you want to like explore some sexual blah, 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 blah. I looked at everybody, and this is in the lunchroom. And I looked at the guy, and he's a moron, which I have other evidence of that we can talk about later. And I'm like, dude, stop right now. Don't ever tell that story again. Shit like that is just between you and yeah. you. Don't ever fucking get into that again. Because <laughs> there ain't nobody. What are, you, what are you waiting for this? somebody else to go, yeah, me too, bro. I fucked this hot chick. I let her fucking plow my butthole. Yeah, no, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that people shouldn't do it. It's not for me. I don't think it ever will be. I don't think I can cross that that Rubicon. You're either in a butt player or not. I mean, there's like in Roman times, it wasn't considered gay. It was like, oh, well, if you just want to do this and that. It's like, you know what really makes me feel good is my dick getting played with, especially if it's a pussy. Yeah, so. but but it was frowned upon. But but if you looked at it too, it was only performed on young men, like young, young kids. Gross. So we're using the Romans as a benchmark in the Greeks that used to fuck little boys. Yes. <laughs> Hollywood's learned a We've lot. We've come of around full circle, yeah. baby. <laughs> no shit, dude. And on that, man. Uh, wait, wait, we got that. And on that note. <laughs> Au revoir.